Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Patriots Unfiltered, the world's original podcast. <laughs> Paul thinks that they may have scripted it a little bit to make the offense feel good about themselves today. <laughs> I like that. Interesting. I, I think it. I didn't say. <laughs> Just looking and looking and waiting and waiting. Tucks the ball, runs around. I think it was there. Yeah, I said. Trust what you see. It's easy for me to say from the red level. Right. No, Throw no, it. You know, like if I'm out there, I'm like, don't hit me, don't hit me. I love the banter and find Paul to be the wittiest of you all. Oh, thanks a lot. This is true. Wrong. Must be from Maine. Uh, as a li- <laughs> as a lifelong. What, that what about little Jordan Humphrey? Is little. One of those teams is going to finish in fourth in the AFC West and, yeah. and but be the, like, what the, What happened? That's the kind of analysis you only get from Mike Bishop. <laughs> like, are you going to continue the, the camp cast? It's like, no, you know, no, we decided this year we're going to only only half a camp we're going to do. Like, Paul gets very defensive when anyone asks him, are you going to be doing any work? <laughs> he gets very defensive. <laughs> well, uh, James Pettigrew, the most interesting <laughs> Patriots fan in the world, says, Jesus, couldn't you have replaced Eric with Evan years ago? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It seems like forever and a day that we've had a normal show, like at a normal time, right? It's been a minute, as the kids say. It's Deuce, it's Tamara. Right, right, Matt. It's Paul, it's me, it's Matt in the booth, and we'll be here for the next two hours talking Patriots, uh, summing up the joint practices with the Panthers, getting ready for the preseason game tomorrow night. We've got a lot to talk about. We do. Catch up. It is strange that we don't have... Like it's been a while since yeah. we've had a regular just hanging 12, out. Twelve o'clock, two hour regular show. show. It's like last Tuesday, maybe. What? <laughs> That's early. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, so we just get done with uh, two joint practices with the Carolina Panthers. I'd say that they were eventful. Um, hmm. I think you know we might have learned a little bit, um, and. Um, I think, you know, we're ready. I'm ready for the season. Let's go. <laughs> That's all you need. Let's, let's just go. Couple Fred, couple, one pre- nice one game, two joint practices. finally embraced my theory. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, I've seen enough. Let's I, get I've, it seen, over. I totally, <laughs> I've seen enough. I'm totally with Fred. Let's, let's go. just go. Let's yeah, go. I know. And it's, as, a, as you kind of looked forward to the preseason game tomorrow night, it's like, oh, what do you want to see? What, and I, I'm kind of with you. It's like, no matter what you see tomorrow, it, how much truth are you really going to learn? I mean, there certainly might be some players who pop, and that'll be great. Uh, but... It's hard to carry anything over well, that you're really... Especially after listening to Matt Rule well, a little bit yesterday. Right. Mm-hmm. It's going to be all backups Ain't for no Carolina. no one playing for Carolina. I was just like... going to say, it's already come out and said we're not playing our starters. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's either going to be, yeah, well, they did it, but they did it against the backups, or, oh, they couldn't even do it against the backups. Well, Those I, are the two. I don't really even care if he does it <laughs> against the starters. It's yeah. preseason. It yeah. doesn't, you know... Like, I listened to Bill Belichick completely tell me how useless it was the week before. Now, if the Patriots' starters play and they play well, I'm supposed to say, oh, but, but, this, but, but, this, <laughs> but this means something. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, I mean, I think it's more about the individual players and some of the young guys. And I think some of the bubble positions, you know, with the tackle injuries and the cornerback injuries, it's put a little bit of a spotlight, I think, on, on some of those lower guys down the depth chart that, that maybe have some opportunities tomorrow night. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, uh, Juwan Williams and Malcolm Butler on IR. So is this IR could return IR, or is this IR IR? IR done so. No, when you, um, in order to return after being placed on IR, you need to be on the active 53-man roster to open the season. Okay. So this, they're out. They're done. I mean, yeah. that's so it. To, to me. You, you can make, like, injury settlements with guys and behind, you know, back to, you know, whatever. 
You know, in other words, if they took Malcolm Butler and they said, well, we think you're going to be out six or eight weeks, so we're going to make a, we'll make an injury settlement with you, we'll pay you X amount, and then you can, you know, maybe be back after a certain amount of time. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just saying. Right. I just don't want a situation where one of these guys returns to play. And everybody, I thought you said he was out for the seat. Well, yeah, he's out for the year for all intents and purposes. It's like the salary cap. If you really want to make it work, you could probably find a way. But, you know, like <laughs> some, you know, we, people have asked, you know, what's going to be the cornerback, you know, depth chart, what's it going to look like? And I think these two guys were on the bubble yeah. anyway. Yeah. So I, I, think, I think this kind of. Answer, you know, makes a decision for Bill Belichick. You don't have to make one now. Yeah, I think just the hard thing is that with two preseason games to go, usually those depth guys play a lot. You don't want to run Jonathan Jones as a starter into the ground or, you know, Jalen Mills for that matter. So it'd probably mean more opportunities for Jack Jones, uh, Sean Wade, certainly, and, and Devin Hafford that they brought back. We'll see, you know, maybe what he has a little bit. So just extend opportunities. Same thing for the tackle group where you're, you know, you're three guys down. I mean, you have three. What, three tackles technically healthy right now as you go into this right. game? So, you know, are you going to roll Yadni just out there for the whole game? You or? didn't see Wynn, Haran, um, or Durant yesterday. I can't imagine you're going to see them Friday night. Yeah. I feel bad for Christian Wilkerson, someone Oof. who on the bubble, like, was he going to make it? And now, obviously, he's probably not going to play tomorrow night. And so... That's one person that when you mentioned, like, the bubble guys, you know, probably playing yep. tomorrow night, they, yep. we're not going to get to see what him. What was yep. his injury? Yeah. I assume concussion. Yeah, I mean the reports are that he's he's doing okay, but that it was a like, a but it wasn't thing. from a hit. He fell and hit his head. I think on Paul's some, got I a good know. a good I speculation. Nobody knows for sure. That was what was crazy. We went back back down yesterday to all the beat writers, and it was, it was seven amazing. different stories. Like My, nobody Mike really and I went down like to get the story, and we got about five of them. Yeah, like no one really knows exactly what happened. Like I heard, he f- might have fell forward and hit his head on somebody's knee. Now, who did you hear that from? It all it, it was, was it Paul? Because no, that's no, Paul. No, no, <laughs> no, because that's your, that's, that's that's something that, and, that and could I'm possibly just going to listen. I'm, this is not typical Paul, like chastising the media. Like I, you know, I'm not being holier than thou here. Okay, a lot of guys that I res- I re- really respect a lot. The people that I talk to about this, and Mike, you, you you and I were together when we did this. No one really seems to know exactly what happened. Phil Perry, is, you know, sort of threw out there that he, he was kind of watching and thought it was a non-contact. Like, he kind of lost his footing and maybe he hit his head on someone's knee. Right. Someone that's, else said, I think that's what I Someone heard. else said he got blown up by a blindside block. That was vicious. <laughs> okay. Someone else said, well, I shouldn't say someone else. Matthew Slater unequivocally said it was a clean hit. It was a clean hit, but it was a hit. But it was a hit. Right. You know, so I don't really know exactly what happened. Uh, Matt Rule said he didn't really see the the play itself. Um, Jalen Mills, I believe, the first word out of his mouth when asked about it was like miscommunication, which sort of led me to believe that maybe the hit wasn't all that out of the ordinary. But they all thought they, you know they saw the result of the hit, mm. and and they were all concerned. Now, what I've, everybody is in agreement, you know, both Carolina and New England. Matt Rule was very, um, very upset at his own player. Um, yeah, for, for, for the, the, the aftermath. Yeah, and that, that's what everybody seems to be in agreement on: is the Patriots took exception to the Panthers, um, sort of standing over well, Christian. Well, Wilkerson to me, like if a hit. guy is celebrating what just happened, then he thinks he made the hit. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's you what know? it looked like to me. And yeah. I mean, it, it, it's just the fact that this these were two guys who, who got had a dust up the day before. So it was easy to kind of jump to that conclusion of, all right, well, the Panther guy felt like he got cheap shotted, so now he cheap shot at Wilkerson. I mean, I came to it like everybody else. I just came, it looked like Wilkerson was knocked out cold on, on the ground. Yeah. Like, I didn't see him hit. I didn't <laughs> see anything. It was just a body so on the get, ground. Getting more into this. So we come down and we're on the hill, right? And I'm with Mike Reese and Mike Giardi and Phil Perry and Mike Dussault and I. <laughs> and, and we're sitting there and we're trying to, like, sort of get everybody's opinion. What did you see? What did you see? What did you see? You know, because we're way up and we're on the radio. Right. Um, and, and then, like, it's, it's a lot to look at. You so know? Trenny Kuznarek from NBC Sports Boston comes over and she's, like, listening. So I hear my show yesterday. Yeah, I heard this, to say, too. She gave you a shout-out. And Paul Perillo came down. <laughs> Trenny Kuznarek comes on and she goes – she, she just thought it was a bunch of jack wagons fighting on the field, which I, I kind of yeah. agree with, by the way. But then she's like, <laughs> Paul Perillo thought he was out cold. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was up on the red level. I looked down and I see Christian Wilkerson down. He wasn't moving. Right. Yeah, I thought he was I thought he was out. I thought he yeah. got a concussion. Yeah. Right. I thought he was out. And she's like throwing this out there on the radio. I was like, I, I, I was asking you what happened. I, like, uh, I wasn't, ex- I, I I wasn't expected to be used as a source. I heard <laughs> that. She uh, she came in hot to that show after her one day of observing practice. Oh, that and, was and hilarious. Very, uh, very assured of what she had been seeing and uh, – like, oh, all right. I do um, agree that, like, in general, like, I've seen a million joint practices, and I've seen a fight in pretty much every one of them. Yeah. Every time the Patriots have been involved in a joint practice, there's been some kind of fight. I never saw what happened this week. Yeah. I right never from, saw right that. from the get-go. Yeah. I never saw that. I think my theory is that um, th- I, I've heard head coaches say, in practice, we have three things. We're either touching, thumping, or tackling. And I think that the Carolina Panthers came in thumping, and the Patriots came in touching, and I think that's where the problem was. Like, you might be right. You know, yeah. you might be right. And they weren't. There was the, no tackling. Yeah, they, they they weren't on the same page in ter- in terms of the level of of physicality. Yeah, and it felt like sometimes guys putting shoulders into guys right, and now a the little Patriots, extra boom. Yeah, the Patriots know? definitely came with more physicality yesterday. Right, mm-hmm. and I think that changed. I think yesterday they were both thumping. Yeah. 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 I mean, do you think? Uh, I mean, I heard a lot of speculation on on Felger and Maz yesterday as to you know what it means. I felt like they were really, really extrapolating on it. But you know, do you think it says anything about the current state of, of who this Patriots team is? Of, of you know, I mean, you said fights before, but does this say anything different about I, this team? You think? I don't know. I heard a lot, a lot of the same stuff you heard, and one thing in particular that I really disagreed with with Mike and Tony were talking about was like, you know, they started off and they haven't really done anything at camp, and there's been such you know low physicality, and Bill had to like start all over and t- take them out of pads and be, I, I, I don't like. Know. You're making a, a dramatic leap there that I'm not ready to make. Yeah. Like, the the day that they started in pads and then there was a day they could have been in pads that he wasn't, they've deemed as they were so bad Bill had to start all over. Right. Like, I'm not willing to say that. Like, yeah. I'm not willing to say that that's I, – I think that they have a, a plan when yeah. they, go into, they go into training camp and they have, you know – Tamara's going to be out there this day in full pads. And then the next day, Mike Dussault is going to be in full pads. And the next day, Paul Perlow is going to be in shorts and in just helmets. Like, I think they know that going in. Yeah. I, I'm not willing to say that. Something happened on day two that caused Bill to realign his entire plan of practice on day three. I, I, that's the way they were talking yesterday. That's where I think they go too far. Yeah. I think next week's joint practices are probably going to be 
cleaner. Cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you would at least think that the, the yeah. coaches will be on the same page. Yeah. And I think right. to Fred's point, establishment of what we're trying to do here and what is acceptable and what's not acceptable, mm-hmm. um, you know, clearly Bill and Josh McDaniels you know, will be on the same and, page and the with other that. Thing but I will also say I, I really would have thought that all of the – nonsense would have been taken care of on Tuesday. Yeah. I would yeah. have thought that we wouldn't see it on Wednesday. No, and I, we yeah. saw, I, I we saw was, more on I Wednesday. I think there was bad blood from Tuesday that carried over to Wednesday. And this is where I think the miscommunication came right. in. Yeah. I think they think that the Kenny Robinson guy from Tuesday lit up Christian Wilkerson because yeah. they targeted him on Wednesday. And yeah. I, don't yeah. think, and I don't think that happened. I think it was an overreaction. And, and the other thing I wouldn't the discount part. is the head coach of the other team is kind of like on the hot seat. Yep. So he wants to come in. You know, our guys, I've got them ready to play. Well, he blah, was blah, upset blah, at his know? guys yesterday. Yeah. Well, I, I, I listened in yeah. on his press conference, and he was not happy with Chuba Hubbard in, in particular, yep. yeah. who I think was one of the players that was asked to leave solely for standing over Christian Wilkerson. Yeah. And he wasn't happy about it. Rule. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just one of those things uh, where – the circumstances lined up, and that reignited everything. And 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 to be to Paul's point, it might not have actually even been a dirty play. It might have just kind of been a coincidence, as they said. But you know, then a little extra business from Jawan Bentley uh, on Christian McCaffrey oh, and in the, the, the Wise you know, play, the Dietrich Wise play. Like he Wise was out of his mind on the original thing coming off the sideline. Then the first play of team was the McCaffrey run that Mike's talking about that spilled into the stands. Right. I mean, you were down there for there, that. Yeah, was, there's, was, and I saw yeah. some footage of that last night from stands. I mean, Tietrich Wise got thrown into the – I mean, they're lucky. I mean, I know somebody got injured, unfortunately, but I don't know how Tietrich Wise didn't get injured getting you know thrown down like he did. I mean, he went right into the yeah. pile. And I don't know how more people weren't asked to leave based on that play. Yeah. Like, I think Wise was the only guy who was – Yep. Was, was, I, there should have been a lot more Patriots yeah. asked to leave on based on that play. There was a lot of extra polish on McCaffrey on that play. All right, so beyond all those theatrics, um, what did we learn from joint practices? That's a good question. Jalen Mills. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I think individual players, yeah. What I think that Jalen Mills, obviously he humbly declined to agree that he is risen to CB1, but I think that he was to me like the star of the the both days. I thought that he really showed up both days, and that you know, he, obviously he's not like a J.C. Jackson like right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that he he I saw enough of out of him to be comfortable with you know him being CB one if okay. he if you know he was to start. That's tomorrow. why they got him last year. Yeah, yeah. and I and I think I, I do appreciate that he says you know I still have work to be done and you know I, I enjoyed going up against DJ Moore this week like I thought that you know he going up against him and that dynamic wide receiver made me better mm. um, and I'm looking forward to see if that wasn't just you know a this right. week thing and see if right. it carries over into next week's joint practices. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, and he'll he'll get a good challenge next week yeah. in Vegas with some of those guys he'll face, but. Yeah, I think the individuals were – I mean, I think it was more of the same. I think you're seeing a little bit of progression from the passing offense. And, you know, Mac looks more comfortable. It's not perfect. It's not – you know, they weren't lighting up Carolina the second day as much as they were the first. I still really haven't seen much out of the running game. And, and I, you know, I know that that is tough to project in the preseason and joint practices and all that. But I just think that's going to be the key foundation of their offense. And, you know, I, I'd love to see that just get going, see the offensive line blocking and rhythm. But, again, you've had injuries along the offensive line that have – challenge that as well now um you know and i think defensively it's all right you guys are doing it against practice offenses and in those situations and they look really good but i think i'm like a lot of people in that my expectations are very high and i know that the challenges are going to be very hard this year for this defense so 
it's all great. You look great in practice, but you got to start to bring it, you know, in these games and, and really carry it over. Yeah. On game Tuesday, field. I thought the Patriots would dominate mm-hmm. on both sides, offense and defense. I thought they really controlled the practice. I was disappointed that they didn't follow that through on Wednesday. I thought Carolina came back on Wednesday and had a good day for them. Yeah. Um, I, I thought um, Jonathan Jones on the outside, you can see why there's been a reluctance to do that. I thought DJ Moore, uh, who's not a, not a really, big guy. He's I know. Not a really, right. he's, he's six feet. He's not like he's this. You know, Devontae Adams, as Mike alluded to, next week you're going to see yeah. a bigger guy who, who's, you know, at the top of that, you know. So Maybe the best in the league. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I thought there was some good things to – I thought downfield. I thought uh, Mac looked like he was getting the ball downfield a little bit more often on Tuesday. We didn't see that on Wednesday. Um, uh, you know, certainly as much. And Mike also talked about the running game. That's something – they're going to need to do. I mean, they had four of their five guys out there. Kajust was in there for win, um, but the you know the holes weren't there. So I was a little disappointed that if you're right, Fred, and maybe there was a little bad blood from Tuesday, I was a little disappointed that maybe the, the focus was more on that than on building off of what they did on Tuesday. Yeah. Now, Mac, I thought, was much more optimistic talking about the offense after the Wednesday practice than he was last week when we I think the last time we oh, talked yeah. to him yeah. mm-hmm. he looked like his dog just died <laughs> you know just like well, you know he was talking a lot about you know we we have a handful of bad plays that we have to eliminate and we, if we can do that then we'll yeah. look at this a lot a lot differently and I would agree with that cuz I thought yesterday there was you know I I think Bedard had had numbers um to go with this I'm not all all that concerned about but my Naked, you know, just from watching, a lot of pressure, a lot of throwaways. And when he's forced to move and throw the ball, he doesn't throw it anywhere near as accurately as he does when he's on, on platform. Yeah, so on time. Yeah. That, those are the things that I, I, I felt like derailed the offense yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, agree. I, I was pleased with the offense. I mean, Tuesday, I, I thought yeah. the offense was really good. Wh- whether or not they've you know, gone back to the original Patriots offense, or they're conti- I don't care. They look better to me. Yeah, they do. You know, um, and Mac looked better. Yep. Um, so, but you didn't think that yesterday, right? Uh, I didn't really watch as closely yeah. yesterday. Tuesday, yeah. I, I would totally agree with you. Yeah, I came out for a little bit yesterday, but I didn't get to see the whole practice like I did the day before. They were really good. I thought, I thought on both sides of the ball Tuesday. I thought. Um, I know I said Jalen Mills. Yeah, he, I think he. I, I, I tweeted that to to Mara yeah. that I thought he was their best player. Yeah, in and the two days on the offense, Nelson Aguilar. Um, I thought that he had a really good week versus the Panthers. Um, I know everyone was asking him in his press conference, like, you know, about his big catch that he had. But he's like, you know, I think Jacoby might have said this previously, maybe last year. He's like, if I can get my hands on the ball, like, it's yeah. my job to catch it. Right. And and I think that he made a miraculous catch. I know. I that think was Paul. was crazy. We couldn't, well, the, the tree that got was in the Paul, way a little bit. That was an unbelievable, was an unbelievable <laughs> catch. It was. Three guys. I mean, three yeah. guys right around. By the way, oh, yeah. I just refer to Tamara as TB now. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't call it Tamara. It's just easier. That's no 12. It's TB, just TB is absolutely right. That was an unbelievable catch. That was the highlight catch of the two days. Yeah, that was a big wow he's moment been, for me. He's been consistent and I, I, I think the question um, that a lot of us are asking are are we are we correct in buying the hype on the second year free agent guys on Aguilar, on Godshaw, on Jonu Smith. Um, Not Kendrick Bourne. You know I, I mean we can get to that in a second but you know those guys have all been really good in camp and 
you just wonder. I, and I felt I felt similarly about Jonu Smith last year. I didn't feel overwhelmed with Aguilar. I don't think Aguilar had the camp he he's having, and I don't think that Gotcha had the camp. But last year, I felt similarly with God, with, with Jonu Smith. It felt like like it feels now. This guy is going to be a focal point of this offense. They are going to try to get the ball in his hands in a number of ways. Um, and, I mean, I don't know what the numbers are. Maybe we can check with somebody. But I, mean, I think he's probably led the you know him or Jacoby have caught the most balls. It's just mm-hmm. you can see the the concerted effort. In, in the plays that they run that we want to get John U. Smith involved is, is going to be a, a part of this offense this year. And, you know, and then to, to, to touch on what Tamara talked about, we were on the show yesterday talking about Bourne and, you know, people were kind of highlighting. I think they highlighted a little bit more than we did and, you know, his fall from grace on like second reps. It still felt like he was rotating in. I thought some of that was overstated out there. Um, but still, if you had to guess, it looks like the main group is Parker, Aguilar, Myers, and well, Thornton. I, I would in a only bit, ask you know? the people that were making a big deal of the the, the second team thing with mm-hmm. Bourne yesterday. Is like, have you watched the rest of camp? Because th- that's what I think it's been. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we talked about it at length yesterday on the show. Yeah, you know, and Tamara talked about it. And I think if you, you know, I remember Evan had that sort of breakdown of everything that sort of happened with Kendrick Bourne, mm-hmm. and he brought up. Fred, I thought this was a really good point by the new guy. Going to give the new guy some credit here. <laughs> he brought up him talking to Mike Reese about mm-hmm. the changes to the offense, which are generally things that they don't like. Yeah. And what have we seen since in camp? A very quiet camp for Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, except for when he got kicked out the right. first day. That was maybe the you know the most notable thing. I mean, he's made some catches here and there, but yeah, he hasn't been terrible. But I, I think, think he's been generally it's been. Aguilar, Myers, and Parker. Well, but think yeah. last those three summer, by one set. Last summer, Bourne really didn't emerge until later in the yeah, season. Yeah, that's what we, we talked yeah. about that yesterday. You know, I said he, that yeah. too. He could be a late starter. You know, you don't know. Certainly he, possible. Yeah. He's definitely more of like an in-game type of guy, where you you see him really show up in a game, but not so much at practice. Yeah. So, but it's could like. Be. I, I, it might be one of those guys. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. think all those guys we've listed have had some wow moments during camp, and there hasn't been a wow moment for right. Kendrick Bourne. And I just feel like all. Bourne had a lot of production in individual games mm-hmm. last year. I think Tennessee was one of them. I think yeah. Dallas was one yeah, of them. Browns, maybe. You know, maybe, maybe, the, maybe the Browns was another one. And I, I, I don't think that he was necessarily their kind of guy like, well, I know what I'm getting from Kendrick Bourne. Like, I think they know what they're getting from Jacoby Myers all the time. Yeah. Because yeah. he's extremely consistent. And some games they were it was Agal it was an Aguilar game. Some games it was a Bourne game. I don't know if they want that. Yeah, I think they you know unless it's just like that game plan kind of thing. And they don't and they you know the guys are doing exactly what they need them to well, do. I don't, just th- I don't the way the other team plays. It's going to be more featured with Kendrick Bourne. Today. I don't think they care like oh it's this guy's game or that guy's game. They just care when we do go to you, you make the play. That, well, that's yeah, what I that's, that's, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's what I yeah. mean. If it's a game plan thing and the other team dictated that Aguilar got more targets this week that they're fine with that yeah I think the interesting question in my mind is is who do we think at this point is going to play more him or Tyquan Thornton you know mm-hmm. like like Thornton's been promising they're both kind of that fourth receiver type or is it going to be kind of a rotation and we kind of thought it was going to be Aguilar you know right with the speed kind of a guy you know with with Thornton I, I just think that Thornton continues to look the part like he yeah. continues to get open, he, he continues to make plays, and he continues to get better. He doesn't look like this raw rookie nope. that you know. Now we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what mm-hmm. happens when the games start. If he can make plays with frontline corners covering him, and you know, yeah. and all that when he's getting attention. But in practice, I think he continues to get better. Uh, by the Paul way, we should mention uh, breaking news: the oh. NFL and the NFLPA reached a ga- uh, an agreement on Deshaun Watson, eleven games, and a five million dollar fine. 
So up from what previously was six, yeah. I think. So almost doubled it. I think. I mean, I think a lot of people thought he'd get a full season. So it's I maybe. just felt like you already did. Well, yeah, listen, eleven games, but you know, you're not going to come in on game week twelve and just start. <laughs> you know, right? The last like what six weeks right. of the season. Hey, he would if I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on what's going on. Like, I mean, unless yeah. Jacoby Brissett has like well, an out of body yeah. experience that I'm not anticipating, yeah, right. he'd start for me in week twelve. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're going to go after Jimmy G, or they did something like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, so now that people, they know, yeah, yeah a lot yeah, of people have said that. You know, I mean, yeah. it's almost so a one year stopgap. Yeah, I wonder how interested Jimmy would be in that. Uh, I guess a job's a job, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, at this point, yeah. Yeah. a chance to start. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, how many places would he get traded to that he would definitively be the starter? Like you know, the way he, sh- I would, I would Seattle. hope he'd be thinking yeah. about it is I'll, I do a good job there, and you know, next yeah. year I'm with another team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've proven that I can play no matter where. You know, it's just a, it's. <sighs> I, I I feel bad for Browns fans of of having to you know you've been dealing with this stuff forever and now you you know like you have to root for this guy like it was hard enough for me when we got Antonio Brown and having to like kind of play both sides of the fence on that one like yeah I want him but he's ter- you know a terrible guy and I don't know it's just it's hard as a fan I think to to resign yourself to you know rooting for a guy that. Certainly, it doesn't seem like he's very. Oh, we've done it many you know. times. We, you, get, you, get, you, get, you get over that in a hurry. Like you don't know what these guys are. Like yeah. the only difference with this one is you, you, his, his transgressions are public and everybody knows. But mm-hmm. I get. I, I mean, I, I don't want guys that are. You know, I don't want like domestic abusers on my team. I've th- I th- these are pretty consistent with me, Freddie. Like yeah. that's one I can't overlook. Um, and you know like the. The, the DUIs and stuff like that, like that. This is when you're you're really crossing over, especially I, when we have Uber. There's available. so many. Well, there's, there's so many things. Well, and available. the league has a program where yeah. they yeah. have car services for these guys. So oh well, then they never have to drive. Yeah, they just they, when they go out, drive yeah, their fancy cars fast. Yeah, no. It's, it's like it's uh, you know, one of my favorite players in the league to watch is Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara supposedly is not going to be getting suspended for this season. Like he's got a domestic abuse that like. I don't know. I, I, I look at that as being – I mean, I, I, I think what Deshaun Watson did is despicable. Like, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I, everybody everybody's weighed in. I don't think there's, like, the pro. There's, there's only cons, right? No one, no one's defending Nobody's him. winning, yeah. I think what Kamara is accused of is a lot worse than what Watson is, and supposedly he's going to be able to play. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how the league does these things. I don't know how they dole out the punishment. Yeah. What they do. And to me, it's all about – the, the public perception. Mm-hmm. Especially hard with a quarterback who's the face of your franchise and just everything kind of goes through that person, you know, and that's the face of your franchise. That's, that's you know, when we talk so much about Mac, it's just such a key part of, of the game. So it's just constantly in the forefront. It's maybe a little easier to sweep aside when you, you know, are a different position. And, you know, but, yeah, it's just uh, – There's so many guys, though, around the league. You know, Tyreek oh, Hill and Joe Mixon. And, yeah. like, you know, this one's not going to play now. This is going to be two almost two full years. He's going to miss out of his career, Deshaun Watson. Mm. All right, 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. So tomorrow night we've got the uh, preseason game against the Panthers, and you wonder if there's still bad blood. And maybe that might be why Rule said I'm not playing my starters. Well, yeah, I think I, it was the plan. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, so that's, they're that's banged what, up. Yeah, they're, they're a little banged. They have some guys coming back, and they got a ton of work. Um because it was all Mayfield mm-hmm. and Darnold. Yeah. yeah. 
Sounds like Mayfield's going to be the starter too, yeah. which I guess I agree no with. surprise. <laughs> oh, I think he's. I think he's. Nose. I think he was better than Darnold. Yeah. yeah, they they neither one of them were that good. They were both bad. Yeah. They, they they did get better after I after, after I Paul's made comment. fun after I made fun of them. Then, you know, they they both they both got better. Darnold made a throw. Uh, in the two-minute drill yesterday, that was the best throw I think I saw in the two days. Yeah, that was a good one. Like, I think if he tried that throw 100 times, that was the only time he was completing <laughs> it. That was an amazing throw. Yeah. Um, but not not a lot of consistency for those yeah. two guys in terms of in terms of their accuracy. Like, just, yeah. just all over the – all f- spraying it. Yeah, yeah. All spraying over the it. It's like, me spraying the, it's like me on the driving feels range. consistently high with yeah. his throws. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and one thing, too, just to point out, um, the Patriots reportedly did make a signing of uh, an undrafted rookie, Jalen Weidermeyer. Niedermeyer! Weidermeyer. Dead. <laughs> um, so he uh, – what position? Yeah, he's a tight end. So depth oh. issues you've had. I was going to bring know, that up. Dalton Keene has, hasn't been What's healthy. A, do um, we have word on Hunter Henry? I, there was a report Mi- from, minor. from Jeff Howe uh, um, saying minor. Uh, so we'll see. <laughs> um, but but he's, uh, he's a big guy, 6'4", 260, had 16 receiving touchdowns in college. Um, you know, just had a real bad last year, didn't really do anything. So he, he was just cut by Buffalo. Um, a couple days ago, so this is a little bit of a, a depth. Remember move, Remember when the uh, AFC East teams would take our scraps? Yeah, now we're now we're grabbing. But I, it's but uh, yeah, you got Henry is has been out, um, and then Keen, Dalton Keene has been sort Kevin, of limited as always, and it kind of leaves you with John o. Smith, Matt Sokol, and Devin Asiasi. And Sokol so played like the whole game last week. Maybe so. they feel like they they need because uh, I don't know how much they're going to play John o. Smith. Like how much? Do they, how much do you think the starters play I, tomorrow night? I think it's a good question. I mean, I would protect select guys: Judon, Barmore, yeah, maybe Mac, you give them like maybe, a quarter. You know, you give them. I don't know. Yeah, 15, 15 snaps, twenty snaps. I mean, I think some of the younger guys like uh, Mac Wilson, McMillan. You know, just just some of those guys, Bentley, maybe even a little bit, like maybe a little extended with the defensive guys, maybe. Yeah. But I, I, I wouldn't. I, I would. Don't I would want much more than Judon. fifteen snaps for for any of the guys that I feel like yeah. are going to be. My key yeah, players, yeah, Judon, McCordy, you know those guys. But yeah. love to see Peppers get in there. I mean, he was just—I don't know what it was about him yesterday, but just as he's as his workload has increased, he just seems very involved, very aware of what's going on, directing guys right in the middle of everything. It's one of my biggest questions going into the season: How are they going to use these all these safeties, and you know what what can they do? I just I think that that's going to be a key part of what their game plan defense is. I just don't know how you know you get four safeties on the field and have enough speed. Um, so we'll see. I mean, some of the Jonathan Jones stuff probably related to that a little bit. Yeah, when Mike talks about that speed too, there was like one play, and I don't, I, you know, we don't like to read too much into like individual plays, but it was like one uh, red zone snap, and you know they they look in and they they throw they leak one out into the flat to a bat. I think it was Deontay Foreman. Yep. He just caught it, and like a shot, Mac like Wilson. Mac Wilson <laughs> just come, comes right up, and he would have been right there, break down, yep. and you know up you can always miss a tackle, but. Sure. The speed with yeah. which he got there was noticeably different than like well, Kyle Van Noy or right. Dante Hightower, what we saw last year. So okay. that's something to sort of be encouraged by. Yep. All right, 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. The uh, phones are stacked, so let's uh, unstack them. Christian is <laughs> okay. in L.A. What's up, Christian? Uh, hey, you guys. How are you today? Good conversation going on. Um, two quick things. One... Did you guys know that during the melee that happened the other day, a fan was hurt, um, and ESPN and Yahoo just reported it. Although they were, they are reporting she totally only hurt her foot, but it sounds like it could escalate to something more legally for the team. Unfortunately, I hope it doesn't. 
And then the second thing is, do you think Bill will have some sort of, um, uh, like, um, Wow, you're, you're breaking up, Christian. You're breaking up. Maybe try back. Do you think that, that Bill will have will have a problem giving giving Thornton a little more, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, reps and stuff during practice, even though he's a rookie? No, he hasn't. He no. no. Th- thanks for the call. You're breaking up. He hasn't uh, had any problem giving him reps. No, he's he's worked in. I mean, there's a clear kind of delineation of the of the top guys, but. But he's getting his chances with Mac and, and out there plenty. I mean, and a lot of guys are. It's not like you just have a bunch of scrubs on the other field. But I think it's it's another great question about how big can his role be? How much can he ascend this year? Based on what we've seen, it's just I think we're all getting the itch of like just play him, just get him out there, just get, let's see what he has. Let him let's make let him make his mistakes and try to tap this speed right out of the gate because you desperately. Well, need I can it. pretty much guarantee we're going to see him tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we should. I mean, he played last week, so maybe yeah. a little extended work. See, you know, yeah. if, if Mac. Gives him some shots. I mean, he's, he's certainly Mac has no problem throwing it up to Parker. Maybe we'll see what he what he feels like with Thornton. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Dakota in Maine. What's up, Dakota? Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes. yes. Hey, so I'm the same Dakota as yesterday. Dakota Trafton. Oh, Mike, yes, Mike, this is, your, ah, this is your boy, Mike. Dakota, I'm sorry we missed you. We would have come down and said hello uh, if we had caught you early. We were on the show, though. But uh, but thank you for uh, for coming and the support. <laughs> oh, no problem. I appreciate, I appreciate the call. Out. I wanted to call to clear up a few things here. So I get to training camp yesterday, and I, I get there, and I hear Deuce and Tamara on the field talking. You were down there, weren't you, Deuce? Yep. It's the warm-up no, crowd. Warms them up. Like, I have no idea where these what these guys look like. I have no idea what they look like. <laughs> so I was like staring. I was like, I need to remember what they look like because if they walk by, I want to shout to them. <laughs> and then I apparently lost Deuce at some point. No idea when, but I lost him. And I eventually saw Tamara like walk off the bleachers. I'm like, oh, I want to go say hi to her. <laughs> and I assumed Deuce was still there, but I had no idea what he looked like. Ah, so, so when I striking when I handsome over there, there's a guy who is yes, standing with her, and I'm like. Mike and he like gave me this weird look. And I'm like, <laughs> it was Bob. Uh, oh, Bob! <laughs> like, oh, that's he insulting. Just, like, gave me Bob the Doyle. Look, so I'm like, well, I know this is Tamara. So I'm like, Tamara. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like so awkward. Um, so, <laughs> so I wanted to clear that up because Tamara, I was so happy to see you, and I wasn't like looking for Mike specifically. <laughs> Tamara's much more enjoyable However, than I, I would have loved to have met you, Deuce. I would have loved to have met you. Oh, yeah. No, hey, that would have been great. Hey, maybe next year. Give us a shout. Let yeah, us know. Yeah, maybe next year. We'll come year. down. Yeah. May- maybe Paul, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, next year we're going to have really uh, cool. Deuce. We're going to have a booth for him at Comic-Con. <laughs> so you'll be signing, yeah. 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 be signing my new record. Yeah, Won't forget you, Brady sure. Redux. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Morell liked that one. <laughs> um, yesterday was like my million training camp I've been to, uh, but yesterday was definitely the craziest one in terms of all those fights, especially of course with Wilkerson. Um, Did you see what happened to him? So, well, that's I, I saw him go down, but the angle wasn't very good. I was um, in, I was just behind a field goal post um, where the Panthers were practicing. I mean, more people have seen Sasquatch than <laughs> I know, saw that I play. Know. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, and what stunk was um, I was trying to see how hurt he was because yeah he was just laying on the field forever and I kept watching him and then that other fight happened and I look over and he's gone it was like a magic trick or something 
I was like, did he get up? Did he get carted away? What happened? Where'd he go? Yeah, they walked him off uh, the far end and, and, you know, put him in the tent and stuff and then carted him off. But, yeah, it's just scary, scary stuff. You just hate to see that, any sport. Yeah, when guys get carted off, they take this back route. It's kind of a long way to the locker room, actually. It's the backside. Yeah. yeah. Sneak him down the backside. So, well, Dakota, yeah, thanks and, and keep in touch. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to New York where Dominique is on the phone. What's up, Dominique? Hey, how's everyone doing? All right. Pretty good. Yeah, good. Uh, I had a couple of thoughts. Uh, first, um, the whole offense, like offensive play calling situation, I don't know what you remember from it, but do you remember when I think Matt Patricia had left and then uh, Bill Belichick hadn't really named the defensive coordinator? You know, he had jumped in during the season. I think his son Steve had done a little bit to Rob Mayo. You know, I don't know what the reactions were for that when no one knew the defensive coordinator, if we had the same panic that we, you know, have now with Joe Judge. No, it was Brian Flores. Patricia. It was Brian Flores. Oh, Brian yeah. Flores. But what do you think? The defensive coach. As the coordinator? Defensive coach. Okay, right. got it. But I'm starting to think, with, you know, as the week progresses, I don't, you know, you know, training camp week to week, is there, like, I don't say no concern, but do you feel a little bit more calm, especially something that Bill might, you know, take over some, some aspects of offensive play calling? I somebody I don't know who it was again. I, I apologize. I get all this stuff in Twitter. I'm just glancing at it. But somebody said that when they went to two minute, Bill was the one calling the plays. Yeah, that was a report from Bert Breer, um, who spoke to some personnel from Carolina who felt like that was the situation. That that Bill was the one yeah. actually. Now that could have been as simple as situations were being barked out, and that's why the the calls were as such. But I I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to feel good about it until I see the offense productive. That's when I'll feel I'll say, okay, whatever they're doing is working. Yeah, but until that happens, I'm not going to feel good about you know multiple guys calling plays. Right. I, was, I but, wouldn't feel good about. Bill but if if you plays. had to say, it's one guy. Who would you most be comfortable with? I think Patricia. I, I just I don't want it to be Bill. I just think he's at his best when he's able to do everything and take in the situations. And if he gets too wrapped up in trying to call offensive plays and think about like. You know, maybe it's a process, but but Patricia has at least called plays. I mean, I think the bigger point is something we talk about a lot of, you know, well, they haven't had coordinators like this before, but it's just there's not guys who have been kind of in the system and, you know, are are easy candidates to promote. They're guys from the other side of the ball a little bit. This is different, I have to admit. You know, even me who – it'll be fine. Um, In all those cases, it was either someone who had been groomed for that position, even if they didn't get the title right away. They'd been grooming – or someone who came in from elsewhere, like you know Bill O'Brien, who had done it. Yeah. You know this yeah. is different. Even though Judge has been here, Patricia's been here. They're football coaches. They've never done the exact job or have been groomed for that job. So it is different. It yeah. is different. Yeah, and that's what I just think you have to acknowledge. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think Paul's point is ultimately right. And as I said on the radio yesterday, I just you know I hope will as the media try to. You know, be fair to what isn't working within the operation, and you know, as I've said before, Matt Patricia's hands well, are all through it, so it's going to be hard. for I don't him know. To was avoid. it last year where I said, you know, it's really going to be important for us as people covering the team to be accurate, yes, and not yes. let our biases, you know, dictate what we're telling fans. Yeah, yeah just, you know, I think you it's, can forget about. That. I think I know, but, <laughs> no, but it's but we really can, important. But we can this try year. And, and not to let. Max skate or you know I yes. mean if it's the offensive line and you know just just to be try to be fair of, of what's not working and it's hard to untangle it's easy to just say well that was a bad play call like I, you've like, seen it all through know. camp like 
What difference does it make who's calling plays in camp? Like, seriously. Well, just for the quarterback to get used to it. No, no, no. But, I, but, but I'm not talking but about not getting in a rhythm right, in a game. Right. That All of that stuff is completely valid at a game. In practice, you know exactly what you're yeah. doing every day. Right. It's yeah. all scripted. Right. He hasn't been great. I haven't heard anybody say that. I mean, I shouldn't say anybody. I haven't heard that be widespread. Yeah. Like, Mac Jones hasn't, you know, played. It's all, what do you expect? The kid's got three guys calling plays for him. And, <laughs> right. you know, it's... That that's what oh, you're gonna get. You're gonna get that's that. what you're gonna get all year. And I think it's up to us to, you know, like I'm. I think the Patriots have some good pieces on offense and enough of them to be a good offense. But I'm gonna try to be even-handed. Like if if you know if Myers isn't having a good season or if you know Smith once again can't get it going, that's not whoever the offensive coordinator's fault is. You know, yeah, it's yeah. not. It, you know. And I think I think Paul touched on something too of of it's easy in practice to call plays. You know what you're calling, you kind of know what you're working on, but it's the organic game stuff of all right, this is not working. We need to counter this. How do we do that? Those are the things that are hard to discern, but I think the offensive coordinator has a huge role in of yeah. well, we just kept trying to do it cuz that's all we can do kind of thing or wow, this wasn't working so they went spread and it started really to click like you know those are things where all right that was a nice adjustment offensively uh but you know to max point of there's guys open he's yeah. not finding them those kind of things are now, Mac, now to know? answer it's your question dominique who do i want i want it to be bill so that when they win oh, well. the uh super bowl <laughs> bill can not, he can have a defensive game plan and an offensive game plan in the hall of fame i, I want it to be bill too because he's the only coach that i trust yeah out of out of the candidates yeah. What do you want, Dominique? Agreed. Um, I I defer to Bill. I'll be honest. If I had to, if it's not Bill, I'll say Matt, just because. Yeah. Know, he's been around, you know. I know Joe Judge had just come back, but you know Matt has been, you know, back with the Lions for a little bit. So yeah, maybe he has some inner workings. Maybe there was something going on internally that we don't know of as a, uh, you know, supervisor. Who knows? Yeah. But that's you know. That's I, what I I'd want. love and to Matt, know what this process is. Bill is talking about. What is the process? You don't need to worry about. It. I know. I know. It's very procedural. Big match, though. Yeah. We'll never know. <laughs> All right, Dominic. Um, thanks. Oh, last question e I have. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'll let you go after this. Um, good question. I haven't gotten a chance to see, like, training camp live yet. How has Taekwon uh, Thornton been positioned on offense? Like, he's played as an outside, as he played in spot, a little bit of both. Both. Uh, both. Yeah, a little bit of both. Out, so thank you. Yeah. Sure. He's caught passes on the edge. He's caught passes over the middle. Yep. Um, yeah, so they're they're looking at him everywhere. He's Which is what they should do. You know, you you don't want a guy to be one dimensional when he's a rookie. Every you time know? I see a clip of him, it just it's it's reinforced of just his ability to be sudden. You know, and I, it just it jumps out. You don't. A lot of the Patriots receivers in recent years have kind of been somewhat plodding, and this is just a guy with that slippery speed, and it's and it translates. You know, I I don't really ever remember, and I don't want to bring Philip Dorsett into it, but you know, a guy who ran like a four two something at the combine and. No, certainly had Paul's straight guy. line faith. Yeah. Paul's guy, Philip Dorsett. Yeah, you love Paul, Philip Dorsett, <laughs> <laughs> but I never. No, I didn't dislike him yeah. like Deuce, no, but I, I didn't like I him. Didn't. But but I never remember seeing just in and out of a break like that. He looks smooth and sudden, and you know, you see yesterday defensive backs kind of like whoa, you know, like he gets that quick oh, step yeah. on them, and yeah. they're like all of a sudden they're in the dust. So it's just that's what's intriguing. It's what they've needed. It's what so many fans have been clamoring for. So. I just hope they get that element involved in the offense as soon as possible. Uh, Willem is in Philem. What's up, Willem? What's up, Fred? How hey. you doing? Good. Okay. Uh, question. Well, actually, more than one. I hope that 
I hope that Thornton, you know, I hope everything turns out for him, basically. I hope he doesn't get injured. Anything like that. I just want him to have full season, just air it out, test the ball, whatever like that. You know, just do what he needs to do. And Parker, I want him to just have a healthy season. Yeah, that's a big question for sure. I mean, that might be why you keep some of these extra extra guys. I mean, he's had injury issues a lot. Right. And last, my last, uh, not so much a well, not so much a question. Something I will ask you, I'm going to wait. I'd rather wait for this until the season's done, but I will say this. After the season is done, I would like to have a nice little talk with pictures on filter. Like, I, I'm, I just want to – I don't want to say nothing now, but like I said, because the season hasn't started yet. But after this season, and for what I have in the back of my mind, what I'm thinking about how this season might end, I really want to talk to y'all, seriously. Okay, because you think it's going to okay. be bad, and you want to see if – How bad How bad do you think it could be? Like, what, what do you think is the absolute worst that they could be this year? I don't. Ooh. I think they might make the playoffs. I'll leave it at that. How about oh, that? Listen, then that's good. If they yeah, might make the playoffs, I'm, I'm, I'm all on board with that. Yeah. Right. I, I just want to take another step further than last, than you know, than last year. Sure. But I don't know. Like I said, it's like they took, it's like they took a step back on the roster a little bit. But well, they they backed into the playoffs. They did their damage early against the lesser teams. And they and, and they backed in. You know, they didn't get right. in based on momentum. That's for sure. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All Thanks, right. William. Take it easy now. All right. All right. I don't know what he's going to call back with. I'm a little bit scared. No, no. He, I, I think, I, you know, I think it's just like, okay, now we've seen it. Now what notice. do you think? You know? I know. That's what I, feel. I mean, we'll be talking about it. You know, oh. it's not like we're going to Constantly. hide Constantly. after the season. We're, we're going to be out there. Yeah. yeah, we don't hide. No, I, <laughs> I'm open. I'm open to whatever happens. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Web radio at Patriots. We had a two-hour post-game show after that bludgeoning in the, against <laughs> Buffalo last year. Were we going to not have one this year? <laughs> no, we'll be here. <laughs> I mean, we had a two-hour post-game after that preseason game last <laughs> week. We yeah. can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> Web radio. After the preseason games, you could do anything. Web radio at Patriots.com <laughs> is the email address. Uh, let's get to some of the emails. Uh, David's in Maine. Can anyone please calm my worries about the offense? Do we have competent outside the number receivers? Do we have red zone threats? Is our only hope to score over 20 points against good teams a greatly improved year to Mac Jones to carry the team? Has Mac started to look better in training camp? Perhaps our offensive play callers with their lengthy experience will know how to utilize the players. Devontae Parker, I think, is a pretty proven receiver outside the numbers yeah i was almost gonna say and i'm not sure if i believe this this came to my head and i think i believe it but i'd almost say individually not including the running backs but individually as far as receivers and tight ends i've been more impressed this year with just their individual performances and some of the plays that they've made in camp where i don't know if i was as much last year i don't know what it says about the team i mean overall i think the offense has been clunkier for me that's because of thornton because i didn't expect thornton to be sort of knocking on the door of playing time. I figured this was going to be a redshirt kind of year for him. I so think, I think he could play. And yeah. I think the second-year guys are comfortable, and they look like it. And I think that's why we are seeing them make more plays this year. Like, Nelson yeah. Aguilar yeah. has has definitely been, like, at the top of my mind when I think of, like, the year two I think guys. He's had a good. Yeah. I think he's had a good camp. Yeah. I, I liked those guys last year. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't love any of them. But I think with, with Thornton, I think there's a, there's a chance that he's he's part of the mix, and I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Like, John O. Smith, to me, 
I, I wish that we had, like, some of the stuff that we said and wrote last year about John o. Smith. It's all the same stuff we're saying and writing yep. now. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yep. Everybody was like, this guy's an athlete. He's going to he, – they're looking for ways to get the ball in his hands, and they are, and they do. And they did last year too, and it didn't really Yeah, I mean, he had that play in preseason where he took the ball over the middle and turned yeah. it upfield, and it's like, whoa. Right. That's athleticism. Yep. We haven't seen it that position since Gronk left. Right. And then – you know, it didn't translate. But it's still, it's, as much as he's been involved, it's like there's nothing about the involvement that makes you say, whew, he's going to be amazing. Like, it's just he's heavily involved. Yep. Um, you know, it's just going to be a question of do you break tackles? Do you make guys miss? You know, are you able to do that after the catch? Right. And then the last two days he was heavily involved, and Henry hasn't been out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to remember that, too. Also, it seems like, too, a lot of, you know, just a lot of times last year the catches look clunky, and he just didn't really have a chance sometimes not to say that you know it was necessarily Max's fault or his fault. It's just the ball wasn't put in a position where he could secure it quickly and turn up field. That a lot of times he's twisting in the air. It just it didn't look right. So I hope if it looks right, it'll present more opportunities for him. I will say, um, Paul, my favorite part about Matt Rule's press conference was his praise for Tyquan Thornton. Like he genuinely looked like yeah, he he must have recruited him, right? Yeah, yeah he yeah. did. But like just. He was like, the fans are going to love him. He's a great player, obviously. He's like, but he's such an amazing person. I can't wait to talk to him and his family after this. So he had Thornton for one year at Baylor? Yeah, I don't know if he actually. Yeah, I don't know if he actually got to coach. Yeah, I'd have to to look at the timeline. But my my guess is when he's talking about his family like that, Mm -hmm. he's talking about being in the the kids' living room and recruiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of right? family, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm just like I, at the point. I'm like, I just want him to play good. <laughs> like, I, I just want him to be fast. I'm like, is he nice? Got great. Like, as long as mm-hmm. he's in, like, you know, committing crimes, <laughs> like, like, fine, just be fast. Speaking of family, it made me think of James White, who officially retired on Tuesday. On was it Monday or Tuesday? Uh, Tuesday, I think. Tuesday night. Tuesday, yeah. Um, and in his press in his press conference, you know, he was asked, you know, what what do you want to do? You know, and he says, like, well, you know, I'm not going to jump into anything. But he didn't rule out coaching and he didn't rule out going into the media. You know, so like, okay, you know, our show, you can come on here anytime you want. Uh, That was my James White laugh right now. I thought it was Richard Seymour. (laughs) That's more Seymour. (laughs) Yeah. Workshop. It's easy to get James White to laugh. He kind of laughs at everything. But then there was one. TV guy who had asked the question about the parents and you know I, I had I had some I heard from some people out there that uh, were very like they're like that question ruined the whole press conference well, for me I you know it's like did we really have to do that and you know no, it brought tears no. it brought tears to his eyes and you know I was sitting with no sign we we're like well he got what he wanted you know right. that's what he was looking right. for right you know no, that yeah and he's done that before. It. I didn't hear the question exactly, so I didn't know uh, exactly how he had teed him up. But I mean, I, I, like, in, like in what if your parent, what your parents mean to you, and you know, and cry, cry yeah, for me. It's like wow. I mean, it's it's a question he's answered many, many times before, and he's yeah. kind of private about that stuff too. Yeah, like, I just, and so now he's talking about his retirement. You know, so let's. I, I don't know. I just. I, I don't think I would ever be comfortable asking anyone about a tragic yeah. passing of a parent. But a lot of his, a <laughs> lot of his teammates were there. You know, Bill Belichick was obviously. Ivan Fears came back for it. Uh, it was nice. It was nice. Did you get to see it? Because Trent Brown posted I was it up in front of you, and I thought you I were know. Gonna, you were just going to be yeah. like, Trent Brown's I, I was back like, the whole time. I'm sitting in the back, and of course, 
who but Trent Brown comes and stands right in front of me? I'm like, of course he does. I, I, I might as well be at the movies, you know, where the tall person always sits in the chair oh, in front man, of you. Poor Trent yeah. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an eclipse. Yeah, right. Now, it was a good, good turnout, though. I mean, you saw all the teammates pouring in, and yep. everybody was there. It was, uh, it was nice. It was, I, I was talking on the radio yesterday. It was just funny how poor James's wife is, like, chasing his screaming daughter around the right. hall. He's, like, thanking. It's, like, this heartfelt, but like, Ro- for all the support. Robert, Robert missed it, a layup. He oh, yeah. missed a layup. So while Robert was talking, he was talking about the 28-3 game, yeah. you know, the, one of the greatest games. And as he's talking right about that game, the kid starts – bawling in the back and Robert should have said is Arthur Blank here? <laughs> or something about like you know now I know how the Falcons fans felt or something. He missed a layup. It was like perfect timing. The good writer. Started crying. Gotta stay, get in the earpiece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just as he was talking about that game the kids started crying. <laughs> don't worry we came back. Yeah. Something like that. That's what he should have said. <laughs> don't, don't, oh don't we, we, we came back and we won Look, that game. Yeah, not, why are we going to take a shot at Arthur Blank? You know? right. I mean, there's there's I, enough I, memes of him. Why well, put yourself in a position where some smartass <laughs> can do that? <laughs> I would have. Like, you know, make I a know. whole T-shirt about it? or I I know. I Now that they don't win anymore, they're resigning themselves to taking shots yeah. at the owners. Right, of, right, right. I would have like, See, I would think about that kind of stuff all the time. It's a layup. Uh, again, web radio at pages.com. Zach writes in from Brighton. He says, I find it a little concerning that we haven't heard much about Bourne throughout training camp in comparison to the other receivers, yep. considering Kendrick spent a lot of time in Shanahan's offense. I get that this new offense will not just be a copy of San Francisco, but stylistically, you would think that Bourne might have had a leg up on this system. Uh, Given his experience, is this something you guys have thought about, or am I off base? No, I mean, I think when you talk about what they're doing, I think it's just more related to the foundational run game of the outside zone. So I don't know with the passing game really, you know, what the what the difference is. I don't know if they're taking Shanahan's terminology and using that as well. I'm sure it's terminology that they've kind of been using. So as far as it relates to the passing game and kind of the unique things yeah. that they're able to uh, do to with Debo looks, and stuff, passing it looks like it looks kind of the same, although. You know, I don't know the answer to this. Have they been running any RPOs or anything like looks I mean, like an RPO? Yes. Yeah, yeah they yeah. have. They've have have had a few. Um, you know, and they and they did like none of it last year. So I think. But again, it's like how much are they really hiding? You know, what they've done in early practices, what they've done out here, right? What they did in the game the other night. It's 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 they're not putting it all all on full display yet. So. I think a lot of that stuff's going to be put in over the two weeks when we don't see them. Yeah, and, and, and you know, you when know it really like comes to once fruition. they get through the Raiders. It's going to be all Miami. It's, yep. it's just going to be getting ready for Miami. Yeah. And it should be. I mean, it's a big, big opening game. Oh, jeez. UFC, <laughs> man. I just, I'm sorry. I, 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 I can't watch it. I can't watch. Too brutal? It's too brutal for me. Yeah. Too brutal. And I know what it says because I watch football all the time, which, I mean, but. It's not the same thing. Watching somebody punch someone in the face, like, as he's on Whoa. the ground on the verge of knocked out. I, not See, for that's me. the part of it that I have a hard time watching. Is not like you know, like I'll, I'll watch a boxing match and the guy gets one in the chin and goes down. You know, wow, did you see that? But then, like the MMA guys, you like you have like they jump on you. Then oh, the yeah. guy's out. I right. can't get and, into and they just start wailing on get, the like, guy six, on the ground, seven like free punches to the face. You know, I, Matt probably has like flashbacks to the core. And, and, and <laughs> well, have you seen this new one where it's almost like arm wrestling, but they're holding each other's arm and then they're punching each other with the free arm <laughs> no. and just wailing away at each other. I can't get into it. I can't either. Yeah, I guess um, I was talking to somebody who 
did a lot of the app development for UFC when it first started. Now he's doing it for bare knuckle brawling or bare knuckle. That's he said. Huh? That's becoming bigger yeah. than UFC. Um, Just to slowly knuckle. get rid of any kind of padding right. or protection for anybody. Make it harder and more brutal. I it just yeah, it's just so brutal. You know, it's not for me. It's funny how like football is going to get outlawed supposedly at some point. You know, it's going to be flag. But yet more UFC's and more of these, through the yeah. roof. you know, man-to-man combat, you know, right. uh, yeah. sports are being developed and popularized. Like yeah. I, I, it seems like there's a disconnect there. That's just what I like about football is I feel like football is kind of embodies all of it. Like it embodies timing and creativity and, yes, physicality, but it's not just about brutality. It's but it's about not about like, speed and like, decisions. Like and Christian Wilkerson so goes much. down yesterday, okay, and maybe Carolina was classless in standing over him, right? If it was UFC, he would have got on top of him and started pounding right. him more. The guy didn't come <laughs> over and jump on him and start hitting him again. <laughs> that seems excessive. Right. <laughs> And, you know, this whole thing about concussion, I guess UFC, they just don't, it doesn't matter, right? Uh, I mean, that's like. Because these guys that even after like two or three years doing it sound like scrambled eggs. Yeah. You know? Can I ask you something completely separate from our football discussion or from our Patriots discussion? Do you have any idea where Tom Brady is? No. No, I I see Tom Tom, uh, Antonio Brown tweeting at him now too. Yeah, no, I saw that, and that's what made me think of it just now. But well, about a week ago on the TB12 account, he had like family time is the best time, and it was you know the three kids and he and Giselle. Now I don't know when those pictures were taken, and I don't know where, but it seemed they seem like recent pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the timing of him going away was interesting. Like when the Dolphins came in for joint practices in the game, it's like. Was it because was it pre-planned or was it because of all the drama that just came out six days before? But he that? was there the first day, right? Pretty sure he talked to Tua. Tua told mm. the whole story about yeah being on the field I, I, with Tom and I, talking to Tua. I heard that Tampa Bay screwed up in not letting it out before camp that uh, he that was, was going to be have leaving. A, like it. it was a pre-planned. I think thing. it's and they made a bigger. It got, don't you became think it's a bigger totally deal bizarre? Than it, it, it is bizarre. Yeah, especially right in the middle of camp. Like I could see like he's going to be late, but like. The core part of the preseason when the main games are. I mean, I look. But I know but, it's Tom but Brady, at this but. point in his career, everything is bizarre because he's you know forty five years old and a starting quarterback. You know, and everything he does is different. So I think it's weird. Yeah, it does I feel weird. I wonder if we're gonna get an actual. Maybe this was planned when he like pre-retired. Yeah. He could have made an a game. Uh, he could have made a, a you know a yeah. commitment. I just I can't help but think Giselle's involved. And I don't want to like speculate divorce, but just you know, well, I want to go vacation to Costa Rica the last mm-hmm. week of August, Tommy. We well, there's no <laughs> doubt that that has was an issue. I mean, she yeah. wrote him that before letter before school. Before you school know, it was publicly it was public knowledge that she wrote a letter to him, basically giving him an ultimatum. You know, at, at one point in their marriage, and somehow he's still squeezed, <laughs> squeezing years out of know. it. <laughs> I don't have the answer. I just find it yeah. fascinating and bizarre. Yeah. Something, mm. I mean. It just was wondering if you guys had any theories that I hadn't heard. I, what else can you speculate if nobody's sick and there isn't like a marriage turmoil? Like, otherwise, what's, what's a valid, what's a valid excuse? You know, he's dealing with a, a serious situation in terms of health with his family or marital. Yeah. Those are the two things that came to my mind. But then everybody says it was pre-planned. Right. So I don't know. Is that a lie? I got to take it Maybe at face it's value. A pre-planned like marriage retreat. <laughs> Could be. 
<laughs> but I think t- Tamara, yours might be the the most simple and accurate. It, it could have been something when he had that retirement mm-hmm. where he made a commitment mm. and that's he a, didn't want to break it. That's yeah. a point too. You know? that possibly. I, I I'm curious if we'll ever find out. You know, if he's just going to show back up and. Yep, I took care of what I had to take care of, and it's like Costanza, <laughs> like when he quits. Yeah. You know, he's just like, oh, you w- wait, what? He's going to be a fine sailor. You really thought I, I no, meant oh, that? I can't believe you thought that. <laughs> <laughs> so he he could be opening he's up. He's never going to tell. He us. could be opening up TB12 in LA for all we know. Yeah, you know the grand opening of that. I don't know. Well, I feel like at this point, though, Bucks fans are just like, whatever, just come play when you want. Oh, like I, they're I mean, just like whatever. From a football yeah. standpoint, it wouldn't bug me at all. Yeah. Who's their backup? Well, the I think Blaine Gabbert, right? Yeah, or uh, the kid from Florida. Fred's guy, Trask. Kyle, Kyle Trask. Trask. Oh, he was okay. there, too. Yeah, it, like, football-wise, it wouldn't bother me much at all because I, because of him. Yeah. You know, if it was someone else, you know, if Aaron Rodgers, you know, whatever. Guys have been around as long as that. They don't need they don't need all that. But it's weird. It's it, and, and I don't think it's something that he wants, per se. No. So it... it it was supposed to be for 10 days. Is that what the absence was going to be? Yeah, I think so. Maddie, uh, Morell just sent me a, a tweet that said, Todd Bowles said he doesn't have a firm date for Tom Brady returning. Said it'll be after the Titans game, and they'll revisit it after that. And the Titans revisit game is it. the third preseason. Now, that's game. weird. Revisit Why would you use that word? Well, right. Yeah, he, he also was asked, you know, will he be the starter week one? And Bowles didn't say definitively yes. Wow, okay. okay. So that's weird. Now, now I'm a little because it's a more, little more open ended yeah. now. So yeah. if it was a schedule thing, yeah. So then now that would I have a hard yeah, out. Yeah. So now I, I think maybe I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It is weird. Yeah. And Giselle says he can come back. He'll come back. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, she has the keys. Russell <laughs> in Arkansas. I have a non-Patriots related football question. Oh. Do teams send scouts to other pro football league games and practices to look for guys with potential? Also, is it crazy to think that Ty Montgomery could lead the team in receptions and yards? Hmm. Yes. Ooh, that, that, yeah, that, that would be that crazy. Would what be about yards from that. scrimmage? I don't think he's going to be that probably, involved. Probably that. I mean, that's not as crazy, but probably not that either. Um, you, I mean, if you got a Damian Harris injury, maybe that would, you know, or somebody, Harris Stevenson went out, and maybe he has to do a little bit more. I, but yeah. I don't think he's now, that good. Um, <laughs> isn't his career high, like 300 yards? In terms of etiquette and sending other scouts to other people's practices, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, but games. Games, absolutely. Every preseason game is littered with scouts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They come to the games to look at because, you know, guys you might cast off, they might pick up Mm -hmm. after the the preseason. But when in practice, Washington famously started charging people years ago. And once they started doing that, you had to pay to go to practice. That opened up. The ability for teams to send scouts to just buy a ticket right, and go. If you're charging, then anybody can buy a ticket to go. Right. But it, it, it seems weird, but when it's free, you're not supposed to exploit that. <laughs> it's you know? interesting. Yeah. It's I remember that. Yeah. But that was a big thing when, when Washington started to, to charge. Yeah. Washington does everything wrong, don't they? <sighs> they really do. They, no comment. Everybody's yeah, still like, really we don't do. even care. You know, what, are, yeah. what are you guys doing? Uh, let's go to um, Backer in Uvalde. Uh, I would imagine that's Texas, probably. Yeah. <gasps> Isn't that? That's, yeah. that's okay. where they had the shooting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just saw the Patriots sign tight end Jalen Weidemeyer uh, after the Bills cut him. 
Can you all keep us updated on how he doesn't practice when he gets there? I know he'll be bottom of the tight end depth chart, maybe a chance of passing Asiasi. But I was at A&M while he played there, and he was really good at getting open and making big plays. Hmm. Well, you'll probably—I don't I mean—I don't know if they'll throw him right in tomorrow. We're only going to see maybe two more practices, maybe three, but but I think two joint practices next week. So I don't—I don't think we'll get much of a look at him. I'm curious if they throw him right out there tomorrow. But that yeah. was similar to what I read. He was—he was kind of a promising ascending guy early in his career at Texas A&M, but didn't really do well. Didn't but, test well athletically, and but that kind in, of in that conference, like even like fans have stats, right? Everybody Pretty scores. Yeah, everybody, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll let Tamara. You like that? That was good. (laughs) (laughs) She loves shade to other college (laughs) conferences. That makes her smile. (laughs) Uh, How is Cole Strange looking? He says, how does Mm. he compare to other guards who went on to have successful careers we've had come in like Tooney or Mason? Would you consider trading Aguilar or Myers for another starting piece in our offensive line? Wow. Strange versus Burns was... Mm. Yeah, I think he's. Something. I mean, I think he's been up and down. I think he's yeah. had some good moments of promise, and I think he's also, you know, gotten handled a couple times. So it's it's a process with him. I, I mean, I couldn't speak to how Logan Mankins looked out of the gate in mm-hmm. training camp, but um, he certainly he looks like he plays with some fire to him. I mean, he's, he's right in the mix of stuff. You know, you can tell he plays with a little bit of an edge. But I think he's he's making a big jump, and I think some of the big guys that he's got to deal with. I'm thinking about Christian Wilkins coming up week one. Those kind of big, powerful guys, It's th- those guys don't exist where he came from college. Yeah, it so. looks like he needs to get stronger. Mm-hmm. Athletically, I think he's pretty good. Yeah. But I think he needs to put on some uh, some muscle. Yeah, anchor. That's, um, that's important. I think you need to be strong at that position. Well, <laughs> I'm not saying he's not. I didn't say he's not strong. No, I know what, I know what you're saying. I think he needs to be stronger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's got to do some curls. Yeah, but I, th- I yeah. think I think yeah, and you know me, I don't uh, I don't focus too much on the offensive line. I leave that for the, the smart yeah. people. And we looked. I mean, I, I would glance over at the one on one sometimes, and it was uh, you know mixed bag sometimes. I held his ground there. Ooh, not so much that time. So, I mean, he'll get better. I hope. But I think the offensive line right now is uh, is a big question. I think that's one of the weaknesses of of the last couple of days of just mm, the protection seems a little spotty. Not really opening up uh, holes in the running game. Not really in sync yet. Dealing with some injuries. Um, That's something that has to come together in the next couple weeks. There's two elements of that. There's guys just getting beat, Mm -hmm. but then miscommunication where people are coming in unchecked. Yeah, yeah. The latter concerns me more than the former because we can work on the other part and, you know, work on their technique. Sure, it's easier if it's communication. Yeah, but if guys are running in, then that's that's a big problem. Yeah, I mean, I think – I, don't, I mean, I, that, that kind of stuff didn't jump out to me the last couple of days. I think it was – I mean, from, from my perspective, it's, it's – you know, you have free runner. It's more about communication than yeah. if guys are just straight up getting beat. Right. And then you're like, all right, does – you know, Yadni could just have what it takes to really right. actually play right tackle full time in the league. Um, and, you know, and where's Isaiah Wynn been? Like, that's, that's another big question. Yeah. Any word on him? No, not outside of the day-to-day that we heard from Bill. Yeah, I think yeah. somebody said he was running yesterday down in the lower fields. I didn't see it, yeah. but uh, – but I wouldn't maybe expect to see him tomorrow night. No. Nope. Uh, let's go back to the Ace Ticket Hotline. Nats in Santa Cruz. Hey, Nat. Hey, guys. Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Um, so, first off, I thought that was, like, super classless to ask James about his parents. That's, that's just gross. Uh, one of the reasons I really like the Patriots Unfiltered and Mike Reese is you guys don't do stuff like that. You really show a lot of respect to the athletes and that means a lot um, just to me as a fan. Okay. Uh, Thank you. 
But uh, what I wanted to touch on is uh, James White, guys like James White, Devin McCourty, uh, Matthew Slater. They really feel like, you know, Tom and Julian and Rob were like the kind of football core of the team. But I would feel like there's like an integrity core and um, just of the the good guys really felt like everything great about the Patriots as a team. And uh, so it was just sad to see James retire. And I'm thinking, you know, Devin and uh, Matt Slater probably going to be gone in the next year or two. Um, it, it just feels like a big moment that these guys who sort of meant so much at the heart of the team will be um, moving on to. So I don't know yeah. if that's how you guys feel about guys like James White or Devin McCourty and any others that come to mind. But, uh, yeah, it just struck me that way. I've always, always loved how he carried himself. So it was uh, kind of a sad sad day for me to, to have him retire. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll take it offline so you guys can All talk right. about it. Thanks, Nat. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Bill would agree with you. I mean, James was one of his circle the wagon guys, yeah. as is Slater and McCourty. And right now, I think it's got to be in the back of Bill's mind who are who's going to take the baton. Yeah. You know, is it Mac Jones? It yeah. needs to be. I, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if in the coming weeks we find out that Mac's been ma- named a captain. Yeah. You know, I think it's a it's an interesting point. I think it speaks to the dynamic of where this team is and some of the holdovers from that old. And I think you're seeing with David Andrews. I mean, Dietrich yep. wise. Yeah. And I know some people you know yep. maybe don't like how he reacted yesterday, but I think he was one of the guys that that said this isn't going to stand and, and certainly put himself in, in harm's way um, to deal with it. So. You know, I think I think that's what has to happen. I think Mac needs to take ownership. I thought when David Andrews stepped up last week, kind of starting to take some ownership. You, you're not going to be able to rely on on D Mac and, and Matthew Slater forever to, to set up and you know set that that off the field kind of tone. And so, it's good to see those younger guys step up. And I, I think you're seeing Mac slowly, maybe even too slow, develop that veteran savvy a little bit. He still seems a little like a wide-eyed, repeating the talking points kind of a guy. But would like to see him be able to move beyond that and. Just project more of his own leadership and, and you know, kind of take, take that ownership I a little bit. I agree with Mike, and I like the examples that he used. Um, but it just on, on Mac yesterday, and Mike and I were, were sort of listening to Mac, it, he is still just a kid. And, and it's funny, like, there was a random question about Brian Burns in the situation last year, and he, and he goes, yeah. Yeah, we we made up. We made up. <laughs> we're, we're friends you now. Know, we t- we talked at the Pro Bowl. We made up. <laughs> we're friends now. And I was just like, that sounds like something a ten year old kid would say. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's not a that's yeah. yeah we, we're okay yeah, we're now. Buddies. We 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 talked about it. We made up. Yeah, we're Facebook friends now. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like he posted happy birthday on my wall. It's maybe I just found it a little bit funnier than most people did, but I thought his phraseology was really funny. You know, last spring we had a play date. Yeah, he came <laughs> over. Our parents talked. We got did Legos. Yeah. yeah. I will Juice say, boxes. when I was talking to Kristen, the Panthers team reporter, she said that when they went to the Pro Bowl, they were like, uh, is this going to be awkward? And they were like, no, that they that they really did make up. Yeah. So, Oh, no, I believed everything yeah. he said yeah. yesterday yeah. about that situation. He was laughing and talking about how yeah. great a guy he is and yeah. how great a player. But, like, just the fact, yeah, we made up. We made up. Yeah, it's like, funny. <laughs> just like that's what a ten-year-old yeah. says. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Mac has just kind of like aw shucks yeah. a little bit to him, but at the same time, he see like it seems like those guys generally like him. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't know, like like guys like Brian Burns. Like I don't know. It's something I can't quite explain. But they they even these tough guys they seem to have love for Mac, and I think he's you know earned earned some respect. I think you know I think the guys generally really like him. 
um, in the locker room. It's just his personality, his mm-hmm. you know what what he brings. So I, it's 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 going to be his team. So this season will probably be a huge proving ground for him, and I'm sure there's going to be ups and downs and challenges with the play calling and all that kind of stuff. So. I, I, you know, even if this season doesn't go as great as we hope, I think like coming out of this year with him kind of continuing to be molded and to take ownership and to be the guy for the for the team and being captain Fred would be would be huge. You know, he's got to be the cat. He's got to be a captain. You mentioned um, respect. That was one of the things that came up with the Panthers team reporter as well. She said J.C. Horn came away from this week respecting Mac Jones. He was like. Mac Jones, his receivers, like, I respected what they were able to do out there. And him being a guy coming back from injury, he was like, those one-on-one balls for Mac Jones, like, that's what yeah, I need. Giving him a chance yeah. to face those, yeah. Yeah, he's yep. like, I needed that. I yeah. needed this week. Yeah, pa- I, on Tuesday, the Patriots looked exceptionally good on those seven and sevens mm-hmm. from what I saw. Like, it, balls weren't hitting the ground. Guys were getting open. And it's on, it's an almost impossible, you know, task for the defense. Yeah. But – they look really good. Yeah, I mean, better than they had early in camp against their own defense. Yeah, a little bit of a theme in camp, though. I mean, yeah. seven, seven on seven, seven dominance. Yeah, eleven, 11 on 11, eleven, pass spotty. protection. Yeah, things break down. Mac Tuck and run. It's a little too much of that. Todd's in North Carolina. Hey, Todd. Hey guys, I totally agree with the last caller, and uh, he was absolutely right. Like the the old guard is kind of moving on, and it does make me a little sad because those guys like Slater and and White were so respectable. I got three quick questions, which I'll take the answer to offline. Number one, who is your drive starter? Number two, it's uh, third and one. Who gets the ball? And number three, what play do you call on the goal line? Thanks, guys. You're doing a great show. Oh, Bye now. Thanks. I have one answer for all three of those. Ramondre Stevenson. That was my pick. I was like third and one, Ramondre Stevenson. On the goal line? Yeah. Ramondre Stevenson. Drive, drive starter, starter Ramondre Stevenson. I'll take, all yeah. three. I'll take him for all three of those. Um, what if it was a pass catcher for a drive starter? Jacoby, maybe. Yeah. I mean, but uh, but be, I'd love it to be any of them. Could be anybody. Could be anybody. Yeah. I don't want to say Aglor, but I mean, maybe I wouldn't say Parker. Just but 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 we've seen him catch some quick slants the last yep. couple days. Could so be Parker. It could be uh, any of those guys. But I think it's a good point. We talked about a little bit on the radio yesterday. Was just what is what does the short yardage situation look like now without a fullback and you know without really true blocking tight ends and and really not much tackle depth right now too. You know, so even if it is when comes back and Haran's the third tackle, like, you know, just what does the short yardage look like? We haven't really seen it. And are they going to be able to run the ball in those situations without without that, you know, those those that fullback was such a critical part of, of what they were done the last few years. So I think that's something we haven't really seen yet. Matt, where's everybody's food? We didn't get food. Oh, you didn't order food? No. Oh, okay. So you can take a break take at a your break. whim. <laughs> I'm going to take a break now. We'll be right back with more on Patriots Unfiltered. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. 
Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact... It takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation.
Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast. It's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on. Only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments. A world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. 
For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And now, great moments in history. Here's what I would like you to adopt on Unfiltered and every other thing that you do in here, God knows what, during the week. Take a little more zen approach, and you're in the moment. Whatever you're doing, you do no, that. No, we have okay? to eat. It's fuel. How about 11 minutes? Does that is that egregious? Uh, is 11 minutes a long time? In the whole day? You, see, here's the thing. His workday is four hours. Our workday is ten hours. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. he doesn't understand. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's, that, what, that's what he doesn't understand. In, in Hardy's defense, he works more than four. Hours. Does that does that include when I'm here doing the revs or I'm doing my satellite no, I'm radio about show a single every day, day? On a single day, on a single we day, we are not I here work. to do the podcast slash radio show. Okay. We're here to do other things. We throw that in for our fans. Let's care. Let's and our fans understand that we need to eat. Right. Let's you and I both carry a little personal work meter. Do you with believe in UFOs, Hardy? And, and you just you, let's wow. talk about UFOs. Wow. You know what? He's I, going there. And I'm, <laughs> that's another great moment from. I, I like oh. teasing Hardy because I get a reaction. Two masters like, at work. See, there. I'm a, I'm a bully that way. Yeah. Like if you give me a reaction, I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> You are witnessing a master at work. How about, is 11 minutes egregious? <laughs> <laughs> but Hardy's all great to play with it, though. He's, I, I was trying to get him going long. on the last post-game show about the, the music show he has. Oh, that was great. You know, was we were still you, talking about I don't about know what you yesterday. were doing on that. You had me baffled on that whole thing. No, I was trying to, like, you know, so is it an education show or a music show? Like, you know, and I was trying to, like, get him. I wanted him to get frustrated with me. 
you know. I just think he was confused. Yeah. <laughs> I think he thought you were joking around, and then he thought you were serious. Yeah. No, I was trying to trying to act like I was serious so that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you could. Uh, but I, wa- I wanted him, him to get impatient with me. It's a music show. But are you talking in between? Like, so what are you doing? You He'll know? do it. He'll do it. Yeah. He's a uh, he's a classic. Hardy. <laughs> no, no Hardy this week, though. But I mean, he's doing no Hardy. I thought we had him this week and no Hardy I next week. We have him this week, not oh. next week. Correct. Oh, good, because okay. I need to get Chris Ferreira, uh, somebody else a credential. If it's not Hardy. <laughs> Uh, but we're going to have uh, Christian Erkian. Uh, yeah. That's of, uh, really good. Instead of our yeah. Hardy. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. I, and I actually, uh, did I tell you I, he came in? Christian? Yeah, he's, a good, he's yeah. a good guy. So I talked to him about that accent. And he's like, yeah, other people have said that. He goes, I don't know where I got it. When I went to Colorado, I had such a New England accent that they trained that out of me. And then I developed this other thing. I said, it sounds like you're from Chicago. Where, where, where in Mass did he grow up? Is it, I mean, is I it don't a, know. No. Oh, he mentioned, I, it was, you know, some. There's no rhyme or reason to who has accents, I feel like. I mean, there's certainly, like, some certain areas that have distinct ones. I would maybe say the North Shore. But, like, I don't know. You're probably in it more well, than I am. it's more, like, around the city. You have, the, like, the, the dropping R's is, is more around the city. Yeah. yeah. Like, really bad. And then there's definitely a New England dialect. We have, um, like, the O's and, and what, like, like, I would say Bob. Instead of Bob. Bob, Bob, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Bob. Bob. I would say Bob. Bob, Bob, you know. And I think most people in New England would, that would be kind of like that. But then you go to Rhode Island, and it's like that combination: New, New England, York. New York. Yes, you know, like coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yep. you know. There's such nuance to it too, because so many times when people try to do badly in movies, they take it as you just drop every single R, and it's it's, it's not that not, easy. It's not, the it's way not it that is. easy. There's some R's that still live. You know, there, you there is there's some really <laughs> bad. Let it breathe. There yeah. are there are some really bad Boston accents that oh, yeah. you hear on uh, in movies. Oh yeah. Oh, the, most of them weren't good. Yeah. Oh, uh, the Whitey Bulger movie that they made, not 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 with Nicholson, the other one, the um, one with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Th- some of the ones in that one were just so bad. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Doctor Strange. Him doing a Boston accent. I Benedict like Cumberbatch. Yeah, it was like he just watched John F. Kennedy, and uh, you know, he was doing John F. Kennedy. It wasn't you know Boston. Who had accent. a funny accent? Yeah, it wasn't. That's yeah, John like, F. Kennedy didn't have I really a New Boston. England accent. His, he had a Boston accent, but it was more like an educated, but like it, it just it was yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was different. More, it's, more it's like an intellectual. Uh, you know. Right, you know what? The second somebody's doing a Kennedy versus a Boston, like accent. Cuba, right. he would say Cuba. Yeah. Cuba, you know, he would put the R at the end of it. Uh, yeah, me and my know. brothers, all we want <laughs> yeah. is more clam chowder. Right, there you yeah. go. That's it. That's it. That's a Kennedy. That's not a Boston accent. Right. It's like a that, that's kind of <laughs> unto itself. It's a Kennedy. I had a really, really strong uh, Boston accent when I went to college. Yeah. I still have it, but it's not anywhere near as pronounced as it was. Me too. I, I saw just, some video of me I was in just college. Tired. I, was I was just like, tired of getting doing? made fun of all the time. <laughs> I just kind of started saying ours a little bit, but... Is that where the Panthers came out yesterday that I asked you about? Yeah, but that's I usually do it now for effect. The (laughs) the Panthers. The Panthers. Tamara, you don't have an accent. No. Yeah. Mm -mm. Was that, did you train yourself or just naturally you didn't have an accent? I never had one. Yeah. I I do, I feel like if I say y'all. Yeah, you get that from where you Mm -hmm. went to school, maybe? Mm, No? I don't know. Yeah. Pick it up. It's like Virginia's in the South, but like yeah, you've been like not. You kind of been all over the place too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's true. You've you've lived in different places, mm-hmm. so that's I, I've <laughs> I've lived inside one twenty eight my whole life. <laughs> all right. Uh, web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Eight five five Pats five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Let's go to Ben in Pittsfield. What's up, Ben? Hey guys, what's going on? Hey. 
Hey, so I just don't know if you guys seen. I think it came out this morning, but there was a uh, interview. They interviewed Julian Edelman on the sports show, and he was saying one thing that caught my interest was um, about how so this new offense that they're implementing. You know, it's we've been obviously seeing struggles, but it's a lot simpler than what it had been. And so, one of the reasons why it came up in conversation was making this offense or making the offense in general much like much more simple. Um, could help the receivers a lot because like when they had Tom Brady and during that whole Brady era, it was super difficult to like learn this offense if you hadn't been um, around it for years or you they were saying if you don't didn't have a quarterback background like you know like Julian Edelman did. Mm-hmm. And I know it's kind of frustrating seeing struggles, but like hearing that perspective from it, while I could be total speculation, I don't know, it kind of like excites me a little bit because maybe we're like receivers that we draft like Tyquan Thorne won't end up being a bust like every other receiver we've drafted in the past like five years i just wanted your guys thoughts on that i thought it was pretty interesting yeah i mean that's what we were told early on that this was a, a, a an offense that would allow players to play faster you know so i but then you saw the you know the, right. the slow start i mean i love the theory of it Thanks, and ben. i mean i think that they had to do it i mean i think we can i can i can criticize how they did it but i think they they had to because I just don't think there was anyone else, unless you maybe kept Mick Lombardi here, that could keep the same offense going. I think, you know, as hard as it is for these new coaches to teach a new offense, I think it would be even harder to try to speak this language that Josh McDaniels established. So I, I hear that excitement. I just, I think the, the, the thing, the concern is, is like, you know, could you have just gone and gotten an offensive guy to make this switch instead of feeling like you're kind of right. not in the hands of offensive experts? But I just I think the move was necessary. I I would almost say, why didn't we do it when Cam Newton came in? I mean, I know 2020 COVID, all that was complicated, but you know, I, I, I it would have been nice to try to do it earlier. But I think it's right if it if it if they do hit the reset button and they're able to get more out of guys that come in and, and it doesn't take as long to pick it up, then I think it's I think it's great. You know, I think, but it's just can they do it with the guys that they have and, and how they've chosen to try to do yeah, it? That's I, my question. And I also am not willing to make the assumption that a lot of others are um, in that. The problems with the receivers that have been drafted have been the offense is too hard. Like, I don't think Nikhil Harry's problem yeah. was he didn't know the offense, as an example. Now, I don't know. I don't know that for sure. Maybe that was 100% of the reason, but I don't think that was. Yeah. I don't think that he failed because he couldn't pick up the offense. Right. I don't think he was that good. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and, I, and I think to your point, Paul, how many, you know, how many of the guys that they drafted that they missed on did you really feel like they should have gotten it? Like, I wasn't a big Nikhil Harry fan. I wasn't a big Aaron Dobson well, fan. But, I wasn't, but those are two you know, guys that, as rookies, stepped in and knew the offense right away. They weren't that good. Right. Kendall right. Tompkins and Aaron Dobson, as rookies, were key, key receivers, right? Yeah. They figured it they out. They just weren't that good. Like, I don't think it was about the offense. Yeah. I, I've I, heard enough former players tell me the offense isn't that complicated you know julian edelman's one who goes the opposite he told everybody it was calculus remember I, but like i've heard Fourier talk about it and let's face it i love me some <laughs> christian Fourier. you know this here it comes he ain't a brain surgeon <laughs> right it wasn't hard for him yeah and i, I it wasn't hard for gronk i, I <laughs> think it wasn't hard for gronk. i think where the complication came with tom brady was at the line of scrimmage yeah, like you had he, to see it the way he, he saw it. He expected you to do oh, certain was things. Was Brady demanding in the yeah, offense? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That part is not overrated. Yeah. He demanded a lot of his receivers. And, and he expected you to do certain things based on how you were being covered and what their scheme was and, and you know, what he saw at the line of scrimmage. And I think that takes a certain amount of, like, you know, 
instinct or you know but football, don't you think that if they IQ. had don't you think that if they if brady was the quarterback now he would be demanding a lot of his receivers oh, absolutely. In, in whatever offense they were in absolutely and i think it would I be tough Mac, on the it would yeah. be tough on I the young guys quarterback should, but yeah. you take a guy like randy moss and i know he's a hall of famer but his football iq was out you know no problem he comes in no problem why because he's really good, and, and, and he, but he's also really smart, <laughs> right? You know? But I don't think that all of these guys are really dumb. No, no, you're right. But fo- they didn't have the requisite talent. There's a difference, but there's like a football IQ that Randy yes. Moss had, that I Julian totally Edelman agree. had, I totally agree Troy with Brown you. had. You know, Deion Branch, David yeah. Gibbons. There's a ton of guys, yeah. and I could give you a lot of examples. Yeah. Jabard Gaffney came in off the street and was a key player immediately. Right? Like, was he just smarter than? Doug Gabriel, or was he better? Yeah, <laughs> and, well, and better suited for this offense. Yeah, great 2006 callback there, Paul. I love it. Like, I'm, but so, there's okay. a million examples of like <laughs> yeah, no, run-of-the-mill players that right. didn't need three yeah. years to figure it out. Yeah, and that's why it's. I, I think this is good territory that we're in. Like, who were who were the really good receivers that just couldn't mentally grasp the system? <laughs> you know what I think my bottom line is. <laughs> Either you is, got it or you don't. This is an offense that the Patriots had for 22 years. And put them at the top of the league in offense for like eighteen of those twenty-two years, and we're just like eviscerating it now. Right? Like, oh, it was too hard. And, you know, finally they got rid of that antiquated offense that we scored so many touchdowns with all those years. <laughs> like, I guess I'm just a little defensive of the success that the offense has had over the two the two decades that Bill has been in, in charge. I, well, and, I, and maybe that sounds like no, I'm like, but I think, oh, look how he picks and chooses I, defending I, I the Patriots. I like, think no. what people are saying, it's an offense that only somebody like Tom Brady could run. Or, or, yeah, but or I don't think that's accurate. I don't think people so either. I think right. Brady grew yes. in that offense. Yeah, yeah. It was de- and, and Mike has said this a lot. Because Brady was at such a high level and Josh yeah. was at such a high level within the system, it, it did make it a little bit harder. But not because – like. That the system itself was excellent. Right. Can we agree on that? Yeah. The yeah. system wasn't well, the problem. Yeah, and I, I, I think you're right. I just think it's you don't have people to coach it too. Like you don't have people that can teach it and make it understandable for people. So I, I don't I don't think the system itself is the problem. I just think it's you ran out of the ammo of guys and it became so, you know, unique to what Josh liked and what Tom liked. But but Mac Mac picked it up last year pretty well. He didn't I mean rookie, he, rookie, rookie quarterback, quarterback, did he look overwhelmed with the system? Guy. You know, yeah. so I, I mean, I just, I think it, it, it had to be done. Uh, we can talk about how they did it, but, but I think it had to be done. I mean, just it's, it's so built up with Josh and what it was, and I mean, maybe they'll get back to that point with Mac of another version well, of the I, offense. That's I do think there is something to say up. about like in the number of years that you know Tom was here and, and Josh, like they kept layering stuff on the right. base, on oh, the base yeah. system. They had their own language, you know, probably. The system of, is the system, but they kept. Well, it's also fallbacks. Yeah, like when you have Josh and, and Tom who've been together for. Yeah, you, you know what? Hey, yep. Mike, you, remember, you yep. remember that game right. in 08 when yep. we couldn't get – well, not Let's a good example. It. Remember the game <laughs> in 11 when we couldn't get anything going yeah. and we went to this, right. you know, this right. whole this thing? This is what they're right. doing to us again. Let's go to that. This is exactly yeah. what's happening. It's, it's like Whereas, like, Nelson Aguilar is so, uh, guys. What are you talking about? <laughs> I wasn't here, yeah. I wasn't here yeah. in 11. <laughs> I don't know what, what, but, what's yeah. this adjustment we're talking about. But, like, about. you know, rather than scrapping the whole system, you can just as easily take the same system the way it was back in 0203. And say, okay, let's remember how we w- how we start this re- system right. back then. Yeah, you and, know? and that's what I think to a, a degree of what they're doing. They're yeah. saying, let's go to the base. Outside zone is going to be kind of our base. We're going to build an offense out from that. It doesn't mean that that's everything that we're going to do, but that's the base foundation of it. And then maybe we'll get back to the point with Mac. And, I mean, I think this kind of leads to the next question of, 
you know, what does next year look like in success? Like if they, let's say they have a good offensive year, you know, is, is it look the same? Do they, you know, make Matt Patricia the full-time offensive coordinator? Like what's the long range kind of plan? Can we get yeah. through September I was going to say, I can't, <laughs> I can't even we, think uh, about sorry. that. Can we just play a game uh, this yeah. year before yeah. we start? Well, you know. I mean, like to Mike's point, like let's say the next three years are really good offensively, right? Yeah. Do we have to change the system because, you know, it's getting too advanced? We have to change it and, you know, put a new system in because, you know, the guys coming no, in Josh, aren't going to know the system. That's Josh's fault. Josh made it too complicated. Josh, no one else would ever like, do that. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's too bad. I wish that we got to see Tyquan Thornton play with Brady and see – because I think he has the ability oh, yeah. that Nikhil Harry didn't. Right. And I think that would have been the reason I think Tyquan – you know, maybe not – you know, maybe he ain't going to catch 50 balls as a rookie. Right. But he looks comfortable doing what they're asking him to do. I, I Nikhil got, Harry right. never did. I no. got I got to imagine. I'm imagining Tom Brady's eyes like, ooh, I got me something to play with right now. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and I guess in hindsight, it's 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 disappointing that you couldn't have had more of those kind of guys that just instantly, you know, pop, even if they're not getting yeah. it exactly right, right out of the gate. They just they have the talent. And if you can get them on the same page, they're going to make an impact. Uh, Ray in St. Louis, can you tell me what you see in Wise? I'm not a huge fan of him, to be honest. Do you mm. all think he's good? Am I missing something? <sighs> yeah, this is this is one I've I, I don't I don't really. <laughs> I, I wish think, everyone could see Paul. Uh, I think he. Oh, he I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the panel. <laughs> I, I just. I don't, don't want to dominate the conversation. <laughs> he's not an every down player. No. He flashes at times. He's he not, does. I he's, think he does what's asked of him, but like nothing. I just think if you look Nothing to that, it, like, like well. the run game struggles, the rise of his kind of role in the defense has, you know, has done nothing to kind of subside. I think he's, a, you know, he's a sub rusher, I think, in, mm-hmm. in, in most defenses. He's long. I think they like him because he looks the part of a long guy that, you know, theoretically should be able to handle a lot uh, on the defensive line. And I just I, 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 I struggle to see his consistent impact. And I was surprised that they gave him a long term deal. I think he's a wonderful guy, um, you know, stuff the last couple of days aside. But. You know, so that's why it's hard. It's like you can understand as a locker room guy why why they really like him and his personality. I just I just don't see a consistent impact out of him, and I keep wondering if someone like a Sam Roberts or a LeBron Ray or someone of that could actually beat him or Henry Anderson even. But it, it just it seems like Dietrich Wise is right there with those top group of defensive linemen that they like, and you know I hope it it suddenly clicks. But it feels silly at this point, you know, whatever year he's entering to expect something new and exciting from him. Anthony has a game. Oh gosh. Cut, extend for four years, or trade away. Okay. Ooh. Cut, cut extend, trade. extend for four years, or trade away. Shoot from the hip on Group these. one, Aguilar, Harris, and Wynn. Ooh. Which Harris? I imagine he's talking about Damian, but he doesn't specify. Wow. wow. Could just be like let expire. So I think cut <laughs> is win, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. Sorry. I, I misunderstood first. Uh, trade away Aguilar. And then mm. ex- I don't want to. Do I want to extend I, Harris. I don't want to extend any of those guys for four years. Yeah, I but mean, you have to. Based That's on the it, game. I'd probably extend Aguilar. I would probably good, extend Aguilar too. It's like tough because we really haven't seen <laughs> like the running game that much to say yeah. anything right. about yeah. Damian Harris. And he's been barking a lot, and I don't like it. <laughs> it's a tough one. Yeah, I would. Aguilar would be the. I think he's a better player than Harris. So you would extend him, but you'd I, cut win. Yeah, but I don't think that's I, a wise. I, I, I you cut, trade I cut Harris, Harris just because I think you got depth at running back. I, you don't have any. You don't have any depth with with win. I guess I'd try to trade him. Uh, group two: Mac Jones, Christian Barmore, or Judon. 
Okay. Uh, cut Jude on. <laughs> so you, would, three, you would extend no. Barmore. Ooh. And what do you do with Matt? I trade. No, I think it's you a trade Matt. I like it, TB. I like it. <laughs> I like Barmore a lot. Controversial she just went take. <laughs> she went evil, TB. She went <laughs> controversial. <laughs> I, 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 w- I would have to extend Mac. I'd have to trade Barmore oh. because I think I could get the oh. most for him. Yeah. Yeah, I think huh. that's a good. You think you could get more for Barmore than Jones, huh? No, but I need. <laughs> Another controversial <laughs> take. I like it. No, of the two left. I like it. Of the two left, I would. <laughs> I think I, I, I could get more for Barmore. You missed but, it. You know, you, you need a quarterback, so I would extend Mac. Yeah. You know, of course you extend Mac. He's and amazing. you don't think you could get much for him? No, I do, but I think I could get. I, I don't think Mac's that good. <laughs> right. That's perfect. But I, I'm looking at my needs. I need the quarterback, so he's he's a given. And yeah. then of the two, I think Barmore, I can get more. Yeah. So I would trade I, him. I, I would agree with Fred. I think yeah. if you think that Mac Jones is your quarterback, you got to extend your quarterback. Yeah. I will say that I just one, one thing I've been saying is I just want a full season out of Christian Barmore. I just want to see what he's capable of in a full season. Pro Bowl. And, you know, and 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 and, and, and as we've did, been talking about it, the <laughs> NFL Defensive Player of the Year candidate. Oh, oh. deep boy. Well, he, I mean, he'd have to play more than third down. So <laughs> you think? <laughs> uh, next group: Marcus Jones, Kyle Duggar, or. Josh, I guess he means Joshua Bledsoe. Joshua, Mr. Yeah. Joshua. Mm. Oh, this I would extend Marcus Jones. Paul likes Marcus Jones. I like I Marcus I do, Jones. I like me some Marcus Jones. I like Marcus Jones's too. I like yeah, the athleticism. He's quick. Trey uh, Duggar. Sure. Yeah. Cut Bledsoe. Yeah. I yeah. mean, no offense, Josh Bledsoe. Uh, two more groups. <laughs> Might be able to get some. Uh, Andrews Brown and Anwenu. Ooh. I guess extend. Uh, I would cut Brown, trade a when you and oh, wow. keep Andrews. Okay. Extend him for you. Yeah, 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 that sounds about right. And then finally, Parker, Janu, and Uche. <laughs> <laughs> Parker, Janu, and Uche. Mm. Wow, that's another mm. one I don't want to extend anybody. Yeah. Yeah. No. Probably, right. I would probably extend Uche, even though he hasn't really done anything, just because he's the youngest guy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't feel. I don't feel great about it's a, it. It's a, it's a no-win game. I don't like this game. I don't like that. Freddie, this, this I don't game. like it. Yeah. I, I like made like me it. say bad things about I, Mac. I, I don't like this game. <laughs> I like the game, but the the pairings are tough. Yeah, well, that's the idea yeah. is yeah. to make they, it tough. I will say that the people, the architects of these games do a great job of thinking, bunching yeah. the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, your GM for a day. Name one player you would trade three first-round picks for that you feel would guarantee us a playoff appearance. Ooh. Ooh. <coughs> Stop it. You're not allowed to say. <laughs> he wants Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I could rattle off 10 quarterbacks. I mean, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, uh, my, yeah, Tom I mean, Brady. I, uh, right. My conscience won't allow me so to let's, say let's Josh Allen. So let's say no Allen quarterback because quarterback's yeah. the easy choice. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, you know, any of the – let's say it can't be a quarterback. Mm. Make it a little tougher. I don't know. Jamar Chase? Okay. I was going to say Waddle. But like three first round picks? I don't know. I'm, not giving, I'm not giving three first round I, picks. I mean, a non quarterback, I don't know who I would give yeah, right. three. And, and I, I probably, I, just to be clear, I wouldn't give three first round picks for Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady either because they're too old. But I, I would w- do it for Mahomes or Josh Allen. I would say Waddle. I would. I love I me Debo Samuel. That was my number if, two. If he's still if he's willing healthy. to run the ball once in a while. Well, I mean, n- definitely Aaron not. Donald? He's oh. getting up there. Yeah. You're, you're trading away I mean, a lot of future for a guy who no, talked about retirement already. Yeah. yeah. The, the question is basically who would you think 
that they could acquire non-quarterback that would guarantee you a playoff spot. Yeah, that's that's a better way to put it. Because I'm not giving three first-round picks for anybody. Mm-mm. I don't know, just any any impact front seven kind of a guy. Who's the best cornerback in the game today? Depends on who you ask. No. It's hard. Xavier Howard. But there's no like clear Jalen Darrell Revis anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Ramsey's Ward. Uh, I don't know. Norman. It's good guys. AJ Terrell is he in that group? The, the, I don't know no. if he's. The, I, you know, I don't know. Because like even Ramsey like may have had a lot of missteps last year. He he has too much mouth for me to be. Yeah. I can't. Like I can't. physically or talking? Darius Slays. Who's really your best? Darius Slays. Who's your really best pure corner? pass rusher in the game? Not named Aaron Donald. <laughs> Bosa, yeah, maybe Bosa. Well, I Max mean, Crosby been had a monster year um, for the Raiders, right? Mm-hmm. Max, Cro- Max Crosby. I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of good players. Kind of, but there's like, very like few that would, you more. would give three first round. Picks yeah, I don't for. think I would give three first round. I mean, I would give it for like a Josh Allen or a, a Mahomes, like a yeah. young stud quarterback yeah. that I can have for the next ten or twelve years. Yeah. I would, I would do it for that. I'd give up a lot for Jordan Davis, I think, even though he hasn't played it down yet in the NFL. If like Bill Belichick the, retires, the idea if of Bill him. Belichick retires, would you give three first-round picks for Sean McVay? Oh. No, I no? would do that for Mike Tomlin. You would for Mike <laughs> <laughs> You have to say that. <laughs> no, but, but seriously, is there a head coach that you would give up three first-round picks for? <clears throat> Not me. Uh, no? I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe with McVay. I mean, I think I just I mean, and I'm thinking almost more of I'm of, just saying the value. If you really love a head coach, yeah. I think three three frown. It, that's fair. I'm also just considering the experience for us specifically, like with an, a head coach like that, who seems yeah. like they're pretty open and, and accessible. And, you know, so I think oh, those things selfish? are appealing to me. We're yeah, going selfish. selfish. We're going selfish on that one. But I but but also for football reasons. I, I mean, like I think it. he would be. Uh, you know, I think he'd be enjoyable to be around, but I think he would he'd be able to put some things together. But he's another guy that said, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. And he's been, you know, not I'm going to vote Tomlin, who's been Pay able me. to have a winning record with some very questionable Absolutely. teams. Absolutely. I, I mean, you should have heard Paul. After the Antonio teams. Brown thing happened here, Paul was like I'm singing this whole new tune on Mike Tomlin. I, was like, oh, I, I always, thought, I always <laughs> thought Mike Tomlin was kind of average as a coach. I thought they had great talent and were always good, but never great. Mm-hmm. Then the whole Antonio Brown thing happened, and I said, I have so much more respect for Mike Tomlin than I ever had based on the fact that he kept that train on the tracks for all that time with that guy. Yep. I mean, I really gained a lot of respect for him. Between him and Flores, they got like the coolest sideline. <laughs> like, and Flores dressed in the Steelers, it's like scary to me. Just like with the hat pulled down, and like, I just, I think, I think it's a perfect fit for him, and unfortunately for us. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Dan in Virginia in Michigan. What's up, Dan? I think Tomlin enabled all of that rather than actually keeping a lid on it, but that's a discussion for another day. <laughs> oh, okay. Dan, shots wow. fired. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and they won. Um, that, that's the point. That's exactly yeah. the point is he was able to deal with it and have success with it. It's like kind of like yep. Bill Belichick with Lawrence Taylor. Like I give a lot of credit to Parcells and Belichick for being able to win at a high level with Lawrence Taylor out doing yeah, cocaine. God knows what. <laughs> right. Like, th- that's hard. They were able to keep enough of a lid on it to keep winning. Yeah. yeah. Um, as the actual subject of my call, first off, I wanted to say, Fred, I think uh, you've got the best team that 
PFW slash PU has ever had. It's not just a matter of the numbers of people that you've got. I think right now, the particular mix of people that you have um, is the best that, that you've ever had. Not to, um, it's not to denigrate other people and what they've brought to the show, but I think the particular people you've got involved right now, all the way from the people that appear on air and write the content online to, you know, to Matt Matisse in the booth to Hardy on the pre- and post-game show, I think this is the best team uh, you've ever had. So, and oh, I think it's only going to get better as um, as Tamara and Alex and uh, Evan all get kind of more comfortable. Um, and uh, screw you, bitch. <laughs> 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 um, but uh, as for an actual football question, uh, so Joe John Williams um, is out with perhaps the first ever self-inflicted case of the Foxborough flu, and Butler's also gone for the year. Uh, the previous opinion of this of the cornerbacks seemed to be that the team had depth, but not necessarily a lot of talent. Uh, given that you've lost a couple of bodies, but it seems like in the pre um, in the um, practice games and training and so forth, it seems a couple of the cornerbacks have risen, like Mills and so forth. Is your opinion of the cornerbacks overall is it better, worse, stayed about the same? See, and it's a great question. Yeah. It's really a good question. If I was just basing on who's had good days so far in camp, I would say, wow, this cornerback group is better than I thought it was. But who are they playing against? I don't know that yet. But right now, they've come out and they've shown more than I thought they would right away. And the loss of Butler and uh, Williams doesn't change that for me. Because, like you said, Jalen Mills, you got the, you know, all the Joneses. Um, you know, Sean Wade, you got Terrence Sean Wade, Mitchell. who's, I think he's shown something, mm-hmm. you know. So I, but who are they playing against? I don't know the answer to that. So, but right now, I like what I'm seeing. I like what I'm seeing. I, I mean, yeah. I would have felt better if they had the veterans looking good, like Terrence Mitchell, Malcolm Butler. I, I would have felt better if those guys were playing more prominent roles. It does. It I doesn't feel like be, Mitchell. It's going to be the kids, and I, I worry yeah. about that. Yep. Yep. I mean, I think Mitchell with he's still with in the some mix. veteran, you know, with well, Duggar Mills and, and, and Jabril uh, Peppers at safety. About, we're asked about no, the corner. No, I know, but you've got the safeties back there, kind of orchestrating things. If you're going to use young kids, I think I like I like having that experience. Yeah, I would feel better about it if if Malcolm Butler like sort of like, oh yeah, I see this. I see what he. I, that's the guy. I remember, I would have felt better about it if if he looked like his old self, and he mm-hmm. didn't. He did. Yeah. yeah, and it feels like they – I mean, I think Terrence Mitchell's had, had some nice plays and has played pretty well, but it doesn't feel like he's entrenched at that outside corner spot in their mind. It's He started there. They wouldn't and, have Jonathan Jones playing outside with the if, Jonathan they were, Jones if they were stuff. happy with what they had. Right. So I, I think it is a question about, about depth. And, and as Fred said, there's so many good teams. Like, just start matching up on the outside. And, you know, it's it's you feel great about Jalen Mills right now. But, you know, let's see what happens next week with Devontae Adams. Let's well, see when let's they get see, to Tyreek Hill in a couple of weeks. Like I mean, right out of the gate, yeah. they're going to be and hit in the face with speed. Every week. What are they going to do? Week. What every are they going to do? Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, I think they can they can match up in the slot. And with the safeties, they can handle running backs, tight ends. But it's just it's the outside receivers. And, and you know, are they going to be able to do enough with their safeties to not get corners lined up on an island and, and you know we saw with Jonathan Jones dealing with yeah. taller guys like I would have hoped to have in um, Dan I don't think it's the end of the world losing Juwan Williams and, and yeah. Malcolm Butler I, I don't but I would have hoped that best case scenario Mitchell or Butler was like entrenched as a starter you know and you had those three guys and then Jonathan Jones in the slot and now I can use like Marcus Jones 
like I used Butler in 14. Like, I'm going to find a way to get this guy in the field because he's coming on, and I think he has some talent, and I can work him in, you know, in yeah. advantageous situations. I think Marcus Jones right now is going to be a key guy. And, I, that, I mean, like, I, I think that's a lot. I think that's a lot for like a third round rookie. Yeah, I hope he plays tomorrow. That, I mean, he didn't play at all when the only rookies not to play. So, yeah. And I like and him. Don't forget Miles Bryant. I've been, guy, really, Bryant, I've been really bullish. Yeah, I don't. You yeah. don't. He's not your guy anymore. Mm. He's been pushed out. No, I mean, I'm saying I would feel better if the veterans were clearly like I. I think that there's been no difference between Miles Bryant and in 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 mm. Marcus Jones with the the veterans. And you can look at that and say, well, the young guys push those older guys out. But I think the older guys just don't look that good. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think Malcolm Butler did not look like the Malcolm Butler of old. Did you guys feel like that? I thought he was no, pretty I, up I mean, I, 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 I remember the stink face you gave Hardy on, uh, yeah. you know, the good it's the, waiting. The good nomination in the postgame show. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? Am I mischaracterizing I'm not mischaracterizing no, that. No, no. And, I mean, I think it was uh, like treading water and kind of hoping that it would start to come around and knocking the rust off. You're knocking the rust. Like, those guys I was hoping those guys. Knocking the rust. And, no. I don't, and I haven't seen much from Terrence Mitchell either. Like, these guys I, I would have hoped would have been clearly candidates to be the starters. And I think they're going to be young. They still got some questions. So. Well, Jalen Mills, you still got Jalen Mills, right? Yeah, well, that's where I you think start. Ideally, I'm he's definitely, a third corner. I'm definitely on the Jalen Mills train. He's played well. Yeah, but he's played well. Another uh, another guy that's going to have some tough tough matchups, though. You know, and I don't like, I don't think I mean, they're going to. How do you him feel about like okay, you going to put him on Tyree Kill opening day or Jalen Waddle opening day? Do you feel good about that nope. matchup? Nope. No, it's a team effort. They're going to have to play zone to start. They're gonna, th- they're, don't you yeah, think? I mean, they're going to need I, some. I think they'll play a lot of zone. They yeah. need to spin the dial, I think. I mean, as much as about zone versus I just I think they need to know who they are and play to their strengths. And, I mean, it is the safeties, but I think I, I, I'm not going to believe anything until we get in the regular season. And I there's this thing, you know, there's all variations. There's man zone, you know, there's all variations zone, of that. Man, yeah. zone, zone, man. man. <laughs> Back of the land zone. According to Matt Rule, Ripley's. the Patriots have 75 different defensive looks, according to his press conference. He was they like, certainly they threw, them all, <laughs> they threw them all out there on Tuesday. <laughs> they, they, they were do. blitzing guys from everywhere on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, they probably do. All right, that's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered uh, tomorrow night. 4.30. We're back. 4.30, pregame show, and then, of course, the postgame show. A lot of shows this week, mm-hmm. right? Let's go. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Show Good thing shows. I like you guys. Yeah. Oh. All right, so uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.